0: Log Talk Radio.
1: have part two like Saturday was a Sunday night I know Then I got I got things happen and so I put it off and I put I kept putting it off and I kept putting it off. well tonight is it this we're going to do the part two and then after t- tonight unless there is you know some breaking news or something like that uh you guys can listen after this is going to be the the newest show to go up and I don't know if I'm doing a show. I don't think I'm doing a show Saturday. So, because then I'm gonna go on my break time. And then you know, you guys are f- feel free to please listen to the archive show and this show if you haven't listened to it, all those shows. Um, but I am recording tonight, and it's probably gonna be my rec- uh, a, a recording that I do for a, like for a moment. And then I'm just gonna kind of take a break unless something big happens, and then I come on and talk about it. But other than that. You know, break time, okay, so you guys enjoy the archives after And make sure you listen to this live show after that one, okay Oh my gosh, so since this is a part two show And we're going to throw in some new news in here too Some of the new news, hot topics for the week that I have uh, Um, Man, so we just, I mean, we're going to go right, I guess No, I don't know if we're going to go right into it <laughs> Let's talk about, uh, Let me let me just talk about first My week's been good. It's been great. Uh, What's it? The Chiefs are going. It's the championship game this uh, this week. The AFC championship game. My hometown football team, Kansas City Chiefs, are going to be in the championship game, playing against the Cincinnati Bengals. Everybody ready to count the Chiefs out? But you know what? I think it's. I think the Chiefs are going to go. I hate to say that I said this out loud, but I believe so. I got confidence. <laughs> so shout out to Kansas City and the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm, I'm just you know, I'm rooting all the way for the Chiefs. I'm gonna have on my red tomorrow for Red Friday, even though I'm in Dallas. Oh man, did you see Dallas? The Cowboys lost hard. it was, oh man, it was sad to see. They went, they went, they went down in flames, man. It was by like touchdown, man. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like smoke. It was, Oh, I felt bad for them. Because, <laughs> you know, Cowboy fans, they, you know, they hate to see it. Oh, man, damn. It was just, I mean, it was it was messed up. I mean, I actually believed that Cowboys was going to win. I was rooting for them to win because I would have loved to see the Cowboys and the Chiefs play each other. That, to me, would be the dopest Super Bowl ever. But, you know, hey, there's other plans going on here. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah. Maybe some other Super Bowl. I mean, I think we'll be having plenty. <laughs> Hopefully, if everybody stays healthy and we keep uh, Patrick Mahomes alone. We, I think we're gonna be doing. We're gonna be good out here, okay? Uh, let's see what else is what about my week. Oh my goodness! Uh, you know, January. Can y'all believe January is almost over? I mean, seriously. Like, you see how fast it feels like it went fast. Like you, you know, January's is always slow. Just seems slow but fast, like both. Man, it was—it's just kind of crazy, okay? So we're here at the like the end, the tail end of January, and we'll be into February, man. Oh wow, that's it's crazy, okay? So, okay, so because this is a hot topics show, where it's a part two show, I'm only going to be talking about hot topics tonight. So I'm going to go after the break. I'm just going to go straight into hot topics. Uh, so it won't be I won't be talking about love after lock up and stuff like that. Love after lock up I think comes on tomorrow night, right? But I will start off hot topics with talking about Jaguar Wright. Lord have mercy. We gotta talk about Jaguar. That's so what we're gonna start off. Jaguar right just recently had another altercation. At the Chicago airport And I'm like no Jaguar That's the worst place To have a conversation And with the The security TSA Oh no So we're going to talk about that And we're going to get into Our other uh, show topics That I meant to get into Uh Last week about, um, I think we talk about Alec Baldwin. I think uh, we're going to talk about the YSL tour. We got a lot of stories, okay? We got to talk about <clears throat> Nia Long today showing, a, you know, a little bit. Listen, let me just say this about Nia Long. She showed a little bit of sadness about, you know, all the things that she's been going through for the last couple of months. And you know, Lala talked about a little bit of it on Breakfast Club. I might play a piece of that from the Breakfast Club where she kind of said, "But um, there is so much I don't know what to make about." this I think my personal opinion—I don't want to judge her because I, being a Scorpio, I just feel like sometimes we—and maybe you know, all Scorpios are not the same, but you know, most of us—you know—we have a Sense of certain things, and I just, there's a part of me just doesn't believe Nia was blindsided unless there was a lot of things going on. I personally think that she's, she seems very hurt because this is, I don't think, what whatever the case, whatever she knew about it. I don't think that she wanted it to be publicly out there, you know, because when you're a woman of a certain age, and well, let me stop, we'll talk about, well, no, I'm going to hit it on there just a little bit now about what I'm going to talk about. But when you're a woman of a certain age and, you know, you're dating a younger man and, you know, and you find out, I mean, you know, that he been hoeing out in these streets <sighs> and he does it in such an embarrassing way, I mean, I know all y'all telling me that she's beautiful and she is and all these things, but, you, you know, you're going through a lot of emotionally already with the transition and the journey from going into your younger years into your older years. And, I mean, your confidence factors, especially in today's world where older women are constantly, you know, there's a constant crisis. You know, and a lot of, let me just say this cyborg. A lot of people, not all people in the man's spirit. I like some people in the man's spirit. That sometimes they make sense. But a lot of men will pick on older women today because, why? I've always said it, older women today are no longer uh, looking like older women, most of them. They're looking youthful. They're looking good. They have options. And this pisses off a lot of men. This gets under a lot of men's skin because a lot of men are feeling like they're losing some sense of control of women, and so there's this thing to beat up on older women. And you, it's, it's a lot now, even, even, and especially in the man sphere, like on YouTube, they like some things I get, but they have sometimes use a lot of these women to be like she's hitting the wall and all these stuff and saying all these things. And so, as a celebrity woman, you already feel in a certain way because you're aging before in the public. Ah. Right, you know what I'm saying? So the public has seen you go from your youth to, you know, now your older years. And there is some insecurity there. And to have, you know, you being slapped up saying all these bad things because you're still beautiful in your age, like Nia is still beautiful. So there is still, you know, there are there are a lot of people who she, you, got, you have to contend with hearing a hit in the wall and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And it, it, it's a lot, I think, for somebody like her, especially dealing with it in the public eye. And it's almost this idea that women aren't, and I love what she, she said, something, and I'm going to play it a little bit on here about women and... And not being perfect, you know what I'm saying? I love what she said. So I'm, I'm, we'll get to that later on into the show. Maybe I'll start off with that when we get back from break. Okay, I, we'll start off with the Mia Long story. And then we go, then we go into Jaguar. Right? Jag, Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar. I am rooting. Let me just say this: I always like to root for underdogs. I do because I like to see the underdog win. You know, no matter what, because you know what? Here's the thing. I know that there are people in Hollywood that go through the same shit. Jaguar right, is like you know who wild and do wild shit in public and stuff like that, but they cover it up because they big stars and stuff like that. And if you saw a lot of the shit that goes on in some of those spaces with some of the, your favorites, you'd be like, "This motherfucker's crazy." You, you, under, you. but instead, sometimes when you're ousted from, are you not deemed important anymore by that? Um, that, you know, being at the top of your game Or that A-list thing or something like that When you're ousted out Everybody gets to see it And it looks, everybody you're, you, Whatever you've been going through Or whatever, because you didn't You didn't work within the system Or some sort of way and Everybody gets to see, see your flaws And you're constantly discredited You know, so I want to talk about her too So we're going to talk about Jaguar And what I really feel about all of this mess That's going on with Jaguar, right But We'll do this and more when I get back, but let's start with Eugene. Wow, well, because it's late night, honey, and Eugene, this song is always so sexy. Got to get you home with me tonight. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta, and I'll be back in a moment with Hot Topics. Late night, late night Hot Topics. All right. Cole on it, um, Carl Thomas. Um I forget who else. I mean, who else? It's like some I don't know who the other people are. It's a lot it's a lot of people. I I don't know, it's in it's in I think it's in New York, it's in Brooklyn or something like that. Here's my thing. I don't be knowing how y'all still I'm not quite understanding I guess people like just like you keep going to concerts <laughs> <laughs> but but I was about to say I don't understand how, he, how y'all keep letting I don't think he's going to put out new music I really don't I'm just starting to believe that it's just now about concert tours And stuff like that Because I'm like damn he's doing that same show Like he did last year I mean what a couple years What was it like No was that a couple years ago he did that That's the one I was going to go to I was actually going to go to the There was one show I was going to go to in, There was a couple shows in, there, It was two shows I was choosing in New York I had chosen to go to that. I was thinking about going to that one, but then COVID was breaking out and stuff at that, that time, so I decided not to go. And then when COVID was starting to go down on the down end, starting, just starting, they they were going to have this show in New York where, like, her was doing it, some sort of festival, and I had already bought my ticket and everything for that one, and it got canceled. But <laughs> so I didn't even try. I was like, I'm not going to even try. <laughs> to go to the February, the one in it, February, it, because, you know, I can just imagine it. It's just snowing, the weather going bad, all kinds of stuff. It's just something about me in New York <laughs> and a Maxwell conference that just don't go.
0: <laughs>
1: so I was like, yeah, no. But it looks like an interesting uh, show. Let me see who's all on it so I can tell y'all. I mean, not I'm ever I'm just telling y'all know what's out there, what shows is
2: out there. But
1: it is, um, do I have it up? it up for y'all, if y'all interested, y'all in that area, I mean in the area and you want to go check it out, I guess you can, it is, who is in that show, damn it, I cannot find it, I know I had it up not too long, Take it, uh, I will find it for y'all. But it's February the 10th, I believe But it has a lot of great R&B stars on it and stuff like that, okay So it should be an interesting uh, show, February the 10th, Ladies Night or something like that Oh, Mario, yeah, Mario's going to be on it I think Mario's one of the people Um, I forget, it's a group, it's another group Dang it, I don't know what I did with my... um, with my with my thing with the, all of the people on it, but yeah, it looks like it's going to be a good show. Okay, so February tenth. All right, you guys, if you happen to be in New York and you want to catch it. All right, all right. So let's get to hot topics. Okay, listen. So let's talk. Let's start off with Neil Long. Okay, Neil Long. The we are talking about her on the Breakfast Club today, and let me just say this about the Breakfast Club. Okay, they've been trying out people. I think I think that's what they're doing. I don't know if they're saying they're going to have guest, guest hosts on every now and then or whatever like that. It looks like to me they're trying out people. <gasps> I love Jason Lee with the guys. They, Jason Lee was hilarious with them. But I just don't want it to be all men. I think you need a female. But, well, oh, my God, I love Jason Lee with them. And today I saw a really good sidebar. I saw a really good interview today Jason Lee had with Angie Martinez. Oh, my goodness. It was really good. You know, here's the thing about Jason Lee. Personally, he strikes me as one of those guys. I don't know if I would be really. I'd be kind of scared of him. You know, there's like you. He's very likable, but then you. He feels like you don't know if he. How you gonna like? Is he gonna how you gonna approach you? I'd be like, how you gonna come off? Like you don't know. Like he, I don't know. It's something about him. Like you just don't know. Like if like. I don't know. I, 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 I'm kind of intimidated by Jason Lee. <laughs> but I like him. I like him. I'm always laughing at his lives and stuff. And today he showed a live on Hollywood Unlocked, and he was showing his studio-like thing. And I was like, oh, that is dope. I mean, it was I mean, really, really nice. So, But he has such an interesting story. I think his his story of how he came to be into, you know, doing Hollywood and lock and what he's done with It's so interesting. So if you guys are – and he always gives an interesting interview. He's always funny. So it's just he tells the story very well. He's he's interesting to listen to. So you guys check him out with Angie Martinez. It's a really good interview uh, just to listen to. It's just really good, okay? Uh, So that's just a sidebar. Okay, so what was I talking about? Me alone. So me along today. They were talking about her on the Breakfast Club, and so right now the Breakfast Club, like I said, was trying out different people. Now this week they've been trying out Lala. I started talking about Jason Lee because the other week they had Jason Lee on. It was it was good. Okay, but this is Lala, and I love Lala with them. I really do. I really like Lala's energy with them. They should keep Lala. I will say this though. And this isn't a diss to Angela Yee because I really like Angela Yee on the show she's on now, her own podcasting and everything. Even though nobody talks about sex better to me than the girl, she does, uh, they do, um, she has a show on Fuse called, um, uh, oh, sex. I forget what it's called. Sex something. Sex sales. Yes, it comes on real late at night on Fuse sometimes, like on Friday nights or something like that. Saturday, I can't remember that. Oh, but it's so good. And she has all these different kind of uh, story, like uh, sexual story, all kind of different stories and stuff like that. But she also is a co-host of Horrible Decisions, and I think Horrible Decisions is like one of a. It's just one of those. And, and, to me, because they've been out here for a while, Horrible Decisions doing it. So, to me, Angela Yee and them are kind of on the vibe of Horrible Decisions, but to me, Horrible Decisions is just really a good show. The thing is, Angela Yee comes into the market, I think, you know, has Angela Yee. But while I like her on that show, I never liked Angela Yee much on The Breakfast Club. Can I be honest? I'm, I'm really going to be honest. I When they said she was leaving, I was like, eh, I, I, no diss. I understood. She seemed, it always seemed like, I don't know, she always seemed like she, I don't know, she wasn't comfortable, like she was battling something. Lala I like because Lala is, grow, like, has a grown woman energy. Not to say Angela didn't, but it just seems like Lala comes in with a little bit more hussa, a little bit more toughness. It's just, it I, I like the feel of Lala. I do, and this is all Lala. Shit, this is what Lala was doing. I think with, with that was that was her thing from the beginning. Like Lala was used to be on MTV or something like that. So this is
3: this this is a,
1: a great idea to have her almost. I really liked her. I loved her energy. Okay, so I'm saying all that to say. Today they had a discussion about me alone getting emotional, reflect, reflecting on a relationship with was it, Emade Udaka. Okay, now, for those of you who don't know the story, Nia Long, you know, the movie star Nia Long, she was going with the, she had been going for years, engaged, a long-ass engagement to ime Udaka, who was coach of the Boston Celtics. okay? He was out work, allegedly, well, no, it wasn't no allegedly, out in these streets, you know, with, a uh, uh, with with a with a one of the uh executive's wives <laughs> I would say allegedly that one of the leg execu- allegedly one of the executive wives he was you know doing sneaky link sweep right but the rumors was is that he got like really into her and you know she had to tell that shit and it went all crazy and it got reported who made that's the rumor that's the alleged story and that it came out to the public that he was fucking around, right? And so me alone being his long-time, you know, supposed to be fiancé, got fucked up in the process. Like, damn, she, she, you know, she got embarrassed. Everybody in these streets knew that he was out in these, you know, in these streets, okay? So today, she had a, so this over the week, I think she had an interview a couple of days ago with somebody, and she was talking. So I wanted to play a little bit of Lala's reflection on it and, Nia Long this is from the Breakfast Club, okay, y'all us it. let Do I have it up? Oh, I don't have it up. Personally Okay,
0: let me
1: say it again. I wanna talk about
2: Nia Long who
1: recently did an interview. We have we have a clip and became
2: a little bit emotional talking about, you know, some of the recent stuff. Personally she's been through. She's just Icon, a classic, a friend. I love me along long. But let's let's go to close. I I still have my anonymity, and I appreciate that about my career. I appreciate that. However, I've I've managed to do that. That it's it's the thing that allows me to stay connected to the people and to be human and not try to 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 be this perfect being. And you know, I've had some pretty devastating moments in my life over the last couple of months, and. I've had to just say, all right, you'll pick yourself back up, and oh my god, I'm about to cry. Um, You pick yourself back up and you keep it moving. Class Mm -hmm. acts in every way possible. I I just think there's like this. I don't. There's like this thing. I don't know. Like when people in the public eye go through stuff, it's like this kind of idea of like well, people don't feel bad for them, or what did you expect, or mm-hmm. what did you think? Especially mm-hmm. even when dealing with athletes, it's kind of like, well, what did you think was going to happen? And guess what? Nobody goes into a marriage thinking no. that that's going to oh, happen. She's an athlete,
4: so this is going to happen. Yeah, right. she's, she's like, actress, oh, so what did you, so you expect, no. or what did you do, what did you that? No, I
5: mean, all.
2: no, you don't go into a marriage thinking that. If, if you thought that and believe that your connection with that person wasn't something different, then you want to get married to them. Well,
4: no, of it's not, you know, when you were writing the written behind the scenes, you said, uh, what? People gonna cheat. Right. I'm not saying you should accept it, but I'm saying right. you
2: No, but I'm saying I did not go into a marriage with the idea of I'm doing this but I know I'm getting cheated on. Oh got or you, I got know you, got I'm you, got going, got going to get Damn. cheated on. Damn. I went into a marriage saying I found a connection or someone that mm-hmm. we're gonna do it different. Absolutely. And regardless if you're athlete, whatever you are, entertainer, any kind any kind of business you're in, you can't just say like, Well, you married an athlete or you married a rapper or whatever, so you what, what you should expect yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then some people go first and say you should expect it and you should be okay with it. Yeah. Right. Now there's another piece to it. Yeah. Like not just accept this. it, but be okay with it. Yeah, that, that, is that is a stereotype,
1: right? Okay, now, Lala is very interesting person to say these things because we all know, the, like Lala, like you was on a boat on your birthday with another chick. And it took Lala, like, how many years to get divorced after that? It took her a girl long-ass time. See, the birthday, you know, because you can know some shit. Then he had a side baby. Wait, when did he allegedly had a side baby? That didn't do it. That didn't, that didn't, I understand, I understand, I understand, Lala. I understand what you're saying. I'm talking about Lala for a minute, then I'm going to go back to Nia. But I was saying these things. You know, nobody expects an athlete. Nobody expects. Nobody expects. Nobody expects. Okay. I I understand that you're gonna do it differently. I, I'm trying to say this with, with some. I, I I don't think I agree. Nobody goes. No, that's not true. Some people go into marriage expecting to be cheated on. Okay, there's some people who are just very. That expect maybe some shit going to come up in a marriage There's people going there I know people who, do, who say well, Some motherfuckers going to do some shit You know what I'm saying it's, But you know nobody goes in expecting Some people don't A lot of people Most people don't go in expecting that And it can happen with either party Okay However in the entertainment world Okay and this is what I'm going to say to you ladies out here, okay? And I'm not trying to be like saying everything perfectly like you know everything perfect, because it could be a, a, mo- a mofo who is seem like he the best thing since sliced bread who comes out faithful and kind and everything and you get in a marriage with him and he be that way for a long time and then suddenly something change and he, you know, he end up cheating or she end up cheating, something like that. Shit can happen, okay? Things happen in the course of motherfucking marriages. It depends on what the fuck's going on, okay? I get that. However, past behavior is great indicators of how the shit's going to be. Oh, no, no,
0: yes, it is. Yes.
1: Oh, yes, it's past. past behavior. If you know he was a hoe with you when you was dating him. And if you knew he was hoeing around with other women, like, girl, she better be careful. Shit, girl, you know, you know, he's ass out here, got girlfriends over in the east, southwest, and, you know. Now, if he trying to, if he should prove himself ahead of time, and you say, okay, I don't expect. But in those lifestyles, if he's a rock star, if I'm marrying Lenny Kravitz tonight, I'm like, Lenny, I don't want you to fuck up. But if you do, I'm expecting some shit. I ain't going to, I'm going to trust it. No, I ain't going to expect, let me just say this. My I'ma just say my expectations of Lenny is gonna be low. I'm gonna take a shot. <laughs> I'm gonna take
3: a shot.
1: I would take a shot. But it would be i would be looking at the board, I'd be like, this is just just my just that go on the experience of the life. As a woman, I would understand if I was a single woman out in the streets and Lenny Kravitz came out, I would understand, shit, this is just an experience. I'm going on with a motherfucker because I'm older now. You know, in the young years, I might have thought that motherfucker would have been faithful. But in the older years, I'm like, I'm, I expect you to be faithful, but I, I'm not going to be surprised if your ass isn't because you are past reflect. Your other relationships tell me something about your ass. So I understand that I'm going to go into this just by, you know, this is just going to be a fun ride. <laughs> it's going to be nomading and, and and going around on adventures I've probably never been on in my life. I'll learn a motherfucking lot from him. But if I find out, yes, then you can end it. But you're probably going to know there's a gut because of the kind of lifestyle he lives and the options that he has. There's a possibility that he's going to fuck up.
3: He, yes.
1: Because that's what he do, okay? Basketball players, all that stuff, because cause it's a lot of bitches. There are some dudes, don't get me wrong, there are some dudes who are faithful and loyal in the entertainment industry who who, who really, you know, just faithful and loyal, it's probably tough for them, okay? Cause I saw, I was watching a reality show. One time, uh, what is it? Uh, it's the it, it's a thing where they go on, the couples go on. I forget so on. It comes on every now, now and then. Couples go on this this reality show, and they decide if they want to be together or not. You know, or if they want to get married, or or they they go ahead and dump each other? Well, one of this chick, beautiful girl, was going with this dude who was like Rick Ross's manager or something like this. This is motherfucking manager, okay? His ass. Got the hoes Coming after him So he got options. So he's like You know He's tricky Out in the streets So she know it So she was trying To decide Do I want this I mean She had a clear Reflection that this Even though I'm beautiful I get it But beauty
3: It's a lot of It's a lot
1: of chicks That's beautiful Out here
3: <laughs> Oh He can get With a lot of them <laughs>
1: Right Right, so you have to have a sense of yeah. Like I don't expect you to do so, I, but if you do, I'm not going to be surprised. So, in a sense, I agree with Lala says. Nobody goes into this. Uh, Lala, maybe y'all should. <laughs> and. On Lala for Lala, it took her a long time. After allegedly, it seemed like it took her a long time. First he was a baby. He had an alleged baby on the side. Then the Negro go and and and, 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 and with somebody yachting on my birthday. Now he would have got. I would have been like to my lawyer's office that day. Be like, where the paper paperwork? Because if he being this disrespectful, he ain't got no kids, <laughs> right? Because it's like when you doing that on. Them on your woman's birthday. So to me, you know, I think women are, what Lala meant to say is, not women, but people are hopeful going into those relationships. You're hopeful. Everybody's hopeful when a marriage or a commitment or a relation, a commitment starts off. And let me tell you, the best of people. In relationships, people with the best of intentions and best of things go into marriages, but they can fuck up. It happens. I mean, people—you talk to people who've had long marriages. Like you'll find out they've been having some shit. Like they be for, like, yeah, you know, I was going with somebody else, girl, for about hundred years. You know, they, you be finding out some shit with long marriages. People be lasting sixty and seventy years. They, they, some of them, some of them got beautiful stories. Never fucked around on each other. You know, there's guy, you got people with gorgeous stories, but then you got a lot of people like girls shit. All right. Man, yeah, man, it happened, and yeah, we just stayed together. We weathered the storm. <laughs>
3: they might weather five or six storms. Are
1: you? Fi- are you might find somebody, a uh, uh, old woman who got a secret. You know that she never told. She was out one night. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you, them long marriages like that, be, they be having a lot of times. They be having a lot of dirt. And then sometimes it's just stuff happens. Okay so but especially in if i'm going into a celebrity marriage or a celebrity relationship it doesn't mean i don't trust you i'm going to give you the trust if i like the guy i'm going to give him the trust if he says hey i'm not going to fuck around out here i'm going to really we're going to try this we're going to go into a relationship i'm going to give you the trust but i'm also knowing what that career and it's not just celebrity world, but any man with high status, okay? Because I understand women, okay? So it's not there's no it's no diss to 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 uh, to women out here women women like men who are of high stature, even though that can come out sometimes in ways that are reckless, where we're grabbing for anything. But women, will, I understand that that he is going to have options. If I have somebody who is traveling the world and he's going to basketball, yes, I'm going to have. I'm going to be like, yeah. If he cheat, I wouldn't. Be, it would not surprise me. Not, but my expectations are for you to. I trust you. But if you don't, I'm I'm not surprised because I see, and that doesn't mean it gives you the right to do so. It just means that, and it's the same thing for a woman. If a woman like Lala, a woman like Lala who's in the business, who's running around, she's acting and all these things, she's going to be, uh, there's going to be, hey, beautiful as Lala is, they're going to be coming out the woodwork, married or not. All <laughs> right They'll be trying to holler at you Whether you're married or not So that You know Her options increase Also in that world So I You know eh, I don't know if I agree With that statement Lala was saying Now To me along about me long talking about she's said I managed to keep some you know i guess privacy and i you know i and if kids kept me regular, Nia, there's nothing regular i I love when they say that it's funny, but you know the whole thing is even if you've learned to keep some sense of privacy and you it has kept you connected with the public i i've talked about I talked about this last week with Beyonce about how celebrities. Have to have something to put all the fame and stuff back on because they can have a god experience, but you still are having a, a abnormal experience, so your experience is not like normal people. if everybody knows you, it's not like a normal people experience. Keep that in mind, but at the same time you need to do things to show your humanity like that that doesn't mean you're saying, running run around saying you are normal I've kept my private but I get what she was trying to do. Okay, but she started crying. She she said, Oh, I'm gonna cry but she's saying she has been through such a hard uh, you know a hard year. Is that what she said? Like she's been through a hard time in finding that out. And I would say the same thing for her. He is like eight years her senior, right? You know. Yeah. And um eight years younger than her. And he is not her senior, he's eight years younger. And he's um and he's a he's a basketball coach. of one of like at the time was one of the, the one of the best basketball teams in the league that went to the I mean, they went to the whole championship game, right? Played against the Warriors and lost, right? But, I mean this was who, I mean, this guy, he has a lot. Listen, even though Nia Long, to us, all of us are going, wow, Nia Long is a shit. Right? Well, who would cheat on Nia Long? That's what a lot of people, y'all saying out here. But he see motherfucking Nia Longs and holly berries. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just saying say, the options, his options become what? And, and it's not just about that, because to me, Love transcends transcends a look, but men are physical, right? but love transcends when men fall in love though it there is an energy about somebody, usually when they're really in love with somebody, there's an energy about a specific person that they just can't you 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 can't find you everybody's an individual that you can't find anywhere else. we all are unique things, but there is something special. About that individual that you've fallen in love with, to you that you can't find in anyone else. There's something in that person that draws. Now I'm not talking about crazies. I'm not talking about obsessors and people who are like, oh, I'm so obsessed with you, I'll kill. You. I'm not talking about people who are nuts. I'm, you know, because you can always find another love, but you will never find every love is different. Like your first love is different from your your maybe your husband right you know uh but but but, but there, there are di- there are different seasons and different meanings to love and when you're in a certain season of your life there may be something that you find so attractive and that you're that draws you to somebody past what I'm saying past their looks Past their thing, and that it don't matter how many beautiful girls come up in a, like a, men come up in a season or something. You like, damn, he's fine, but nah, they ain't like my boo or whatever. I mean, it does not even matter because that that person still has a hold on something spiritually, mentally, and even physically, right? So, but with these men who we're talking about in the celebrity world, which to me, you find a lot of men in the celebrity world. They don't have a chance because they have so many other. Not all the men in the celebrity world, okay. Now, I'm not talking about all men, so please don't be writing me talking about yeah, I'm I, I'm celebrity men, ain't like that. But a lot of them, they have so much coochie cat and stuff being thrown at them, you know, and so much shit going on in that world that happens. That sometimes you find these men. They don't have the experience of the average male. You know, I don't know how to say it. Um, like, the average male may have to, you know, you may have to go after the chick or something. And you know, they got average, it's average dudes. I'm not talking about dudes. There's dudes who big got it going on, and they average dudes, and you know, they got money and all this stuff and that careers and stuff like that, and, you know, a lot of chicks be at them, but a celebrity is different, okay? Our basketball players and stuff, millionaires, billionaires, stuff like that. It's literally a cootie cat being thrown at you all the time, right? And so men aren't sometimes, men are being treated, it's like a backward scenario that goes on, like suddenly – i not saying that men aren't prize because those men are very, you know, they've done things to make themselves very um, worthy, I mean, you know, in certain ways. Like you might have good looks, you may have financial backing, but you may not be shit. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying they have done things to create stature that makes women want to come after them, okay? And so when you have that kind of thing going on, Well, a lot of times I feel like sometimes not all men, but a a, a lot of them have a hard time developing in the way they should develop, and relationships become like I don't know if they're all the way developed. Like we we, remember we talked about Neo the other week, like he he got back with his second one, and he was having another side baby allegedly, and all this stuff. I
0: mean.
1: (sighs) And I'm not saying regular dudes just don't have to regular dudes, but for celebrity men, I imagine that it's very hard to commit to one thing when you have so many options. Like commitment may be hard for those guys. Like like their lifestyle doesn't sometimes promote maturity. You know, you know, it sometimes promotes like, easy to get, easy. So when you find when they find a girl who they, like, you know, I'm really, damn, I, I can't shake this. I really like her. And the girl is not moving like the rest of the chicks or something like that. They have, A lot of them dudes have a hard time because they got so many options. they like, fuck her for now. I can go on over here. You know, that might be what I want, but I can distract my ass. I got 20 of them, 200 more of them out here. From area area code to area code that I can use to forget about her ass Now, the average male can do that But not as, it's not so much like the celebrity male Because you don't have the access Like they got, like when Lala probably was fucking up Like, well, he got mad at Lala I can't say Lala fucking up, but he got mad at lot. Look at her beautiful Just, I mean, I look at Lala and go, damn I mean, look at how beautiful she is, okay but his ass, when he felt Laha like was, was fucking her or mad or something like that, he, instead of probably to work on development and, you know, he like, I ain't got to deal with this shit. There's like 200 more bitches out there, right? And I can have a quiet ass night. I ain't got to go, <laughs> I ain't got to do shit with them. I ain't got to, I ain't got to, <laughs> all I got to do is go over here and give them some and move on. You know, I get a quiet night. I might get some fun or whatever. It's hard for the, with so many options. I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. With so many options, it's hard to develop relationship skills. I mean, it's hard for the average person. Do you get what I'm saying? Because average people go through shit. Average people go through infidelity and adultery and all these things. Average people go through it, okay? Commitment is hard as fuck. But it's really hard when you, for, for um for I'm going to basically say, so, I'm going to specifically point out celebrity males and basketball players and stuff like that. It's very hard because the options are so plentiful. There's so many. Like you may have that one girl, that's, you is the one. You know it, but you will be out here, like doing, cause you don't gotta deal with her. You like she's difficult and shit. I mean, y'all remember the story? Okay, stop. Okay, I'm gonna get off of this in a minute. But remember on Sex in the City, Carrie and Mr. Big. I love Sex in the City to this day. When they show reruns of Sex in the City, I watch. Sex in the city has a special place in my heart. Well written, funny. It didn't matter if they were four white four or five white girls who hardly interacted with black people. I just love the storylines. It was love it's it's a storylines that women could get even though it was told from the white side. But women could relate to from all all groups, right? Well, there's this particular thing. Mr. Big is the guy that Carrie just can't shake. He's like no matter what, if she's in a relationship, she's about to get married, no matter what, she can't. It's always a Mr. B. Women always have a Mr. B who will fuck who, who will come like they. It, it don't matter what you in. Mr. B come along, unless you done did extensive healing, Mr. B can mess up your world, right? <laughs> So this was what Mister Big was with Carrie. He, I mean, he was always fucking up Carrie's world, but she was there was something she could not shake about Mister Big, right? And so there's this particular thing where Mister Big has has gotten married is getting got married on Carrie, who Carrie is thinking me and him share a spiritual connection. We we get each other. We're both, we we get, what is he doing? What is the, and and so there's this part, she's like, she sees him with the girl at this, uh, you know, after lunch with her friend, she's still brokenhearted over him getting married, and so he gets out the car to come see her, and he walks up to her, and she's like, hey, you know, and she's talking to him, and so she goes to him, why, why wasn't it me? And he said, you know, things just got so hard with us. She's like simple and she's like simple, you know. Like, I don't gotta do all the shit I gotta do. I love you, and I'm I'm just as addicted to you as you are to me. But damn it, that's simple over there. That's simple as hell, <laughs> and you complicated. And so Carrie walks away. You know, saying, you know, he never understood. Like you never, like he said. You, she's like basically you. You never got me. Basically, I get it. And so it's a, this story is a, it's a great – the reason why I say this is such a – it, this is what the average celebrity – Mr. Big was a big time in, 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 in Sex in the City. He's a big time like stockbroker or something like that, lots of money, so he has access to a lot of women, and the girl he marries is a movie star and all these things. So, you know, he has access to things that are simplistic. It's hard for those type of men to get into relationships because relationships you have to do the work, and their lifestyle does not promote the time or the energy for them to do the
3: work. So, yeah. so you should. Exp- so, in my my
1: opinion, if you're dating an athlete, oh my god, I'm gonna miss somebody up. If you're dating a singer, an athlete, or anybody in those entertainment fields where they make millions and millions and billions of dollars, unless you have a mature person and he's showing you his sense of maturity, and it's still going to be hard for that person, okay? But most of these guys don't have that early on, and they give you lots of signs to see, you don't want to fuck around over here. I'm going to fuck up, okay? It's like T.J. T- Holmes. Like right now, we're to talk about T.J. Holmes later on in the, sh- in the story. It's like they say Amy Robach now is like going, I didn't know he had all these relationships. And T.J., T- Amy done fucked up her home, her household. She done messed up her family. She done, she done messed up all her relationships and her everything's I offer this guy who probably is like, you know, I got a lot of options. I like you for them. <laughs> So I I would say to you girls to trust, but also understand that it is hard, like hard, like hard when you got a kitty cat thrown at you all the time. It's
0: hard. It's hard. It's hard.
1: It's hard to build. It's hard to be mature and 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 to build a relationship and come back and work on something because. No matter what, if you have a connection with somebody and you love them and you have a spiritual connection, I don't care if they're your twin flame or whatever, okay, you're going to have to, at some point, when you get in a real relationship, they're going to fall off the pedestal. They're not going to be perfect. They're going to fall off the pedestal, you know. And my personal opinion about those men is they're, they're used to going from perfection to perfection and so a lot of times i specifically talking about the men because women operate differently but perfection to perfection because you don't they don't have to deal with the difficulty because they have so much available to them even if they are in love with you they have so much available to them that they don't have to mature and do the work with you that's hard that hard work like like Mr. Big said to Carrie, I mean, it just got so hard. I mean, you, you know, you difficult and shit. I mean, I love your ass. And we just, we have crazy, mad chemistry, blah, 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 blah. But I got to work on this shit with you. I got to, I got to, when you come out of perfection, like, I got to work with, I got to hear your, what your problems are. You got to hear what mine's are. And we got to get to know each other's people. It just gets different. And those dudes, they might pretend like they do it, but then, you know, they might. They got so many options that they can run away into fantasy, okay? I mean, y'all, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. Why wouldn't you expect that? Why wouldn't you expect those men to have a hard time? I'm not saying that you give them a pass and stay and shit. No, hell no. Because you can do it. There are dudes who do do it out there, okay? But... It's just that it's a lot harder for them, you know, and some
3: women too, shit, ask Jada, I mean, <laughs> ask Jada,
1: <laughs> hey, there's some women too, shoot, it's difficult, okay but Jada coming from a different place because she's a woman. Is there's an, another emotional thing going on there? Okay, so I would say some emotional break or something like that. but That's a whole other story. But interesting, I thought this was very interesting. The conversation they had about Nia Long, and I don't, I believe Nia being a Scorpio, I know. I, listen, I know. I think that's why she didn't marry him right away. I'm tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. Okay, I'm just one Scorpio girl observing another Scorpio girl. Okay. I'm telling you that Mia probably really liked this guy, but probably in the back of her mind, she's like me. She's over it. She's analyzing his ass. And I bet this ain't the only time. I just, My personal opinion, I bet it ain't the only time you've been cheating. But I just. I, or she went into it trying to close her eyes to the obvious. Like, spiritually, on a spiritual tip, I believe she totally felt something was off. You
3: know,
1: and when sometimes we hit Scorpios, we can ignore our inner, because we got such a good-ass inner thing. We be like, damn, I know this. Muscle. I know something ain't right, but
0: I like it too much.
1: And see, when we passionate about something and we feel a connection to something, child, oh, Lord, even though we know, we know it's the devil. We'd be like, we want to dance with, we want to dance with the devil. I'll <laughs> will dance with the devil for a minute. <laughs> Even though we know, we know, we are like, he's the devil, I know he's the devil. But damn it, I'm getting ready to take this dance because we passionate beings and we love anything that you know, it triggers our passion. Because it's not really that it triggers our passion. Everything can trigger our passion, but if we feel some sense of connection, and I feel like probably Mia felt some sense of connection because she, she had a child with him, so I know she felt some sense of connection. So there's just probably this idea to go into it like, uh, I'm not going to marry him because I don't – because you know why she didn't marry him? Not because she's out here. They said Mia said she never wanted to get married, and I didn't. Maybe so. But I'm going to tell you, unless Mia hoeing around her damn self, I'll tell you this. reason why she probably did not marry him, listen, Scorpios, we love hard if she would have been married to his ass, she might have she might have hurt him bad. Like if he, you know, like like you might be like, boy, because she done put it out. If she met, she done put it all on the line, and him to go out there and hone on her, like you know, so she said, you know, I know what he is. I may have a kid with him. I may had this baby, but I will not say no vows see where we. I feel it. And I ain't gonna fuck, you know. So I don't believe she was bond that, because I know how Scorpios. I just know our inner, our, our the inner conversations we have on people, or, or on our on people that we're in relationships with. And 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 a lot of times we know fifteen minutes in what you're gonna be. It's true. I hate to tell you I hate to say this. It's true about us. What they say about us, it's true. <laughs> They say you can't to us, sorry. You might can for a minute, but we kind of looking at you. Even though if we have a sense of trust, we're like, God, I'm trying to trust them, but I don't feel right. And we're paranoid too, okay? So, so we really always looking, like we looking at you. We always trying to see the deeper meaning. So Mia Long, oh my God, I, I'm, I'm I'm sad for her, but also this is listen. Look at her career; it is going upwards. So shout out, good for you, Mia. You know, it might not the relationship might not work out, but the career is going upwards. I mean, you at, you out in these streets, okay? And you and girl, you got options. <laughs> you got options, options, options. All right, let's get to Jaguar right child. I'm, I'm pouring my drink out. So y'all hear if y'all hear Susan and drink pouring, that's me. Y'all know how I'll be doing on the show. Okay, Jaguar. Jeez. For those of you don't know, Jaguar Wright, I talk about her a lot on the show. Jaguar Wright was remember Jay Z's Unplugged. She was the star of Jay Z's Unplugged back in the nineties. I mean, when Jay, well, I was the early two thousand. I can't even remember, but when they did MTV Unplugged, Jay Z's thing was a big deal. When he did his Unplugged, and the star of his Unplugged was this background singer named Jaguar Wright who background sang for him. But not only was she getting ready to become you know, she started, she, when she came onto the scene with, like, her first album, two albums, I mean, she was, like, I mean, she was, like, going to be the girl. I mean, I remember there was a big, like, underground buzz about Jaguar Wright, okay? Huh? She was discovered by the roots, I think, and all this stuff, okay? Huh? Well, Jaguar Wright didn't make it. I mean, she didn't make it in terms of stardom, huge stardom. A lot of things happened in Jaguar's life. And Jaguar fell out the entertainment scene for a number of years. Okay, when she comes back on the scene, she comes back to you know all the bloggers on YouTube, and she has a tale to tell about the entertainment industry. And boy, ever since Jaguar been going hard. On what, like, P.
3: Diddy, all of them
1: Like, just, just talking I mean, she started with comments Saying, what, you know, saying bad And some real strange stuff against comments I mean, then some stuff about the roots I mean, listen Every, you know, every seedy thing You done heard in the entertainment About the entertainment industry Jaguar damn near confirms it Okay Now Now, you know, and I know That when, here's the thing no, you all don't know. But people like this in the entertainment industry, Jaguar is different. She's also struggling a little bit with mental health issues, I think, somewhat. And, it's, and that's okay. Everybody has some things they struggle with. And Jaguar is still a great talent, still a great thing, but she's been on this crusade against all these bad things in the entertainment industry. And it's taking a toll sometimes on her. And sometimes, just last couple of weeks ago, she was in a fight with her husband outside, and then she went in a fight with all kind of stuff. And people tend to focus on it and go, oh, that's proof that she's crazy, right? Let me just say this, okay, before I and, – and, and there's some validity, too. You know, you do have to look at people's mental health, especially when they're talking about because sometimes people can be making up stories on people and stuff like that. I don't believe she's made it. I believe Jaguar has a lot of truth in some of the stuff she says, okay? Even though I believe that her story is somewhat affected by her mental health at times, right? Uh, her mood swings and things like that. However, let me explain to y'all this, okay? What y'all don't know about the entertainment industry, okay? Well, you should know about by now because you've seen Kanye and other people. What you don't know is there's a lot of people just as volatile, and wow, this Jaguar in that entertainment industry, that they cover it. You don't know nothing about them being. You don't know nothing about the fights they had with their spouses, all the things where you'd be like, God, dang, they crazy as fuck. It's easy to look at Jaguar and say, crazy, oh, she's nuts. I don't want to believe her. Look at how she acting. Because she's been ousted from amongst the popular people, okay? And she hasn't been protected. But listen, there's a listen, there's a whole bunch of people in that entertainment industry, bipolar, crazy as fuck. Listen, y'all. Look, no offense to love me some Whitney Houston, but you see the Whitney Houston story, you see Bobby's story, you know. Now, you know how they covered up a lot of shit for years. Okay, so there's crazy people all up in that entertainment industry. Be drunk, people be covering for it, be high, all of that stuff, be acting crazy. And people are like that motherfucker crazy. And some of the celebrities know it, but they don't. This is this their world. They used to crazy people. So Jag, So what you when you see in Jaguar, you think, oh, now I understand why Jaguar didn't make it. Partly, okay? Because there's a lot of people who are troubled and still made it, okay? But I think also, I think that Jaguar may be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> but also coming out, it, it, you know, she she's not one to eat, to me, I can see, to easily fall in line to authority, okay? So today. Jaguar does another thing That kind of puts some points against her Okay Jaguar was at Flying back from Chicago And gets into a fight An argument with TSA Because Okay The backdrop is That she had been in a, a uh, I heard tonight Her on the show uh, I think King Payne show On YouTube And uh, She had been in an argument earlier uh, I mean she had been Not in an argument She had been uh, come and y'all know how airports are irritating anyway okay but she came to in that morning to take her flight they changed her flight on her she had to get all that done then she comes back and uh, that day later on and something else happened so then she had to wait and so then she's going through TSA and so they're taking a long time to go through her bag she's saying and at that point the, the argument is Susan because she has to get on a plane. Now keep in mind, Jaguar said she didn't have her medicine. She's you know, I think she may be having I I don't know if it's po we I don't I can't I'm not a doctor, I don't know if it's bipolar or whatever she's dealing with. But with mental health you need your medicine, okay? And so uh <clears throat> she's slightly irritable and stuff. So this is what went on in this suit. So let me play a little bit of it.
4: Instagram it was an Instagram live. Okay, wait a my
3: minute. Flight. Because my flight takes off in just a couple minutes. Just a couple minutes. What you want to say now, Papa? You was talking all that shit just a couple seconds ago, right?
0: Huh?
3: Where's my bags at, yo? Why are my bags still sitting here? Why are my bags still sitting here in TSA? Why the f- can't I leave Chicago? Why can't I make it home to Dallas? Get my shit, bitch!
1: Just now I did feel the same way when I was trying to fly out of Laguardia once,
3: <laughs> but
1: I didn't cuss nobody. I just kept it on the end cause that is TSA and it is federal agents. I mean, like, like, like they will put your ass in jail, Jack.
2: Okay.
1: Now they said Jack got arrested, and the rumor is that she's banned now, right now from the airport. She was talking on uh, the show. She's like. She can't get back home right now, flight-wise, because she's cussed out TSA. People are scared as fuck. People are like, what the fuck is going on? Where am I? Thing? Bitch, you in my world, YouTube. God, this is what ma- Even though, listen, I know there are tons of people in the celebrity world that have these kind of attitudes. I know this for facts, okay? Not everybody is bad in the celebrity world, but there is a lot of nuts there that you don't know. they. That, I'm not saying Jag is a nut, but people who behave and act crazy sometimes, right? This is mental health, right? But you
2: just don't see it because they cover for them.
1: Jag is out here; she's alone right now in the world with her husband and stuff like that. She has no protection from, you know, those that and that kind of group, and she's trying to get herself back up there. But I people saying this does this prove that Jaguar is crazy? No, I do think Jaguar Wright has some problems, but I don't discredit what she said a lot of the things that she said. Not all of them do I believe, but most of them I do. I do believe her experience in the entertainment industry through her eyes is a very real one. And I also believe, because I've heard it, listen, Jaguar, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. And this week I think behaving Somebody who was who used to hang around, you know, they, he don't get along with Jay-Z no more, but at one time was with Jay-Z, and he even said, yeah, you know, he was talking about, you know, she got to let go and stuff, but he was saying that he could, you know, see, a lot of that shit does ha- did happen. But, uh, here's what I'll say this with this, okay? And I've heard this from people who ain't got no bitterness about nobody in the entertainment industry, in the entertainment industry, and will tell you it's some wild shit going. on. I mean, I used to hear this from people like, when I was young, people who were coming out of the entertainment industry, I had my mother has a friend who used to be big time into the entertainment. She used to tell me all, <laughs> used to tell me stuff about you know, like when I was you know tr- trying that early years in my early years. I'm still an actress, but when I was trying to, when I was really in it, you know, in my early years, they used to be so scared for me because they'd be like, you know, be careful with these directors and stuff like that. You know, sometimes I prefer you be married because, or be in a relationship because they will try to come at you. they try to get you sleeping for a while. I mean, I was hearing all kind of dirty. So it is, it. There, I don't believe Jaguar Wright is, like, because I see scenes like this and scenarios like this, I don't discredit. I don't, that doesn't make me, yes, it makes her look crazy to the general public. Yes, this is disturbing. However, I also understand that there are these type of disturbances that sometimes even happen into the entertainment world with big celebrities you just don't hear about, it, right? It's, I mean, but my thing is I just don't discredit some of the things that she said. Do I think this is this is this has not helped her? I don't know what At this point, and, you know, listen, like, I it, I mean, and if you're a celebrity and Jag is talking about you and stuff like that, you, you like somewhat, I mean, you feel like you got to address it or something like that, don't diss her. I, I mean, I don't think that's the thing. I think it's, you know, it's whatever you think. I mean, you say, I don't know what's going on, whatever. I don't know, because... Oh, man. I just think mental health stuff is real. And sometimes um, if it's not treated properly, it can affect your careers. It can affect everything, your friendships, how you move, all these things. And Jaguar is a picture of that a little
3: bit. Uh <laughs> But just because,
1: listen, I always tell people some of the biggest truth is in the crazy houses. There are people who are in crazy houses right now, where people have called them crazy, and they've had the biggest, they got the biggest amount of truth. I remember I was working at a hospital years ago, and we used to have psych day where our psychiatrists and stuff like that would come in, and I was working in this particular doctor's office and stuff, and the psych patients would be there that day, and sometimes you get, you might have some, you know, people come in that's very strange and all that stuff, but we had this one, late like, chick, dad. She's cool, cool. I'm still cool with her this day. I mean, you know, I don't see her as often, but she's still, we still cool. I still know her. We still see each other on my Facebook, all that stuff, right? She was going to one of the psych docs, and she comes out one day and she says to us, me and the, uh, one of the girls that's working there, and she says, yeah, we, we start having a discussion about medicines and stuff like that. She said, nah, so I'm going to get off that medicine. She said, but, you know, I," she said, I just got to know what to tell him and what not. You know, she said, the real truth of the matter is I deal with, you know, a lot of anxiety because, you know, I'm a spiritual person. She didn't sound, you know, when you hear somebody and you're like, ooh, they look off. No, this lady was not a little off. She said, she said, and it's hard to tell them. She said, I sometimes just come so I can talk it out and get some medicine so I can sleep at night or whatever. She said, but I, she had moved into this place, and she's clairvoyant. She She's spiritualist, right? And she said, and, you know, when I moved into this new place, she said, which I'm getting ready to move out. She said, but I immediately feel old spirits that may have been in the place. And she said, every night she'd wake up to this card game going on. With the people in there, she was talking about because something spiritual happened, and she said I would never tell that doctor that because he put me on more meds. But she was telling us how she told one of the landlords and she said, Oh my God, there was the the person told her there was a party and something happened in that apartment, whatever. But on the surface, she'd be looking. She looked like she, you know, we we didn't know we like we didn't know how deep and intelligent she was. We get to know her. We like she intelligent, she deeper. But they be they be ready to put her in a crazy house because she has visions or clear point visions. I'm not saying this is Why like what, Right. But I'm saying that she might have been up in a crazy house medicated or something if they had, she had let them, if she would and, and telling that story and people were like, Oh Lord You know what I mean? you know, whatever. But there's a lot of people like that right now in mental facilities and everything
4: who have a lot of truth.
1: But they deemed this crazy because people might can't deal with some of the things they got to say. Now, everybody in there, some people in there are crazy, okay? But I'm just saying I feel like Jaguar, even though she may suffer from uh some mental illness, I feel like Jaguar has a lot of truth that she tells with what because I the only reason I know that is because I've heard this before for years from people. Okay, a lot of these stories. So I was like mm. So it's just like, you know, as stories that people she told that I know, know not a lot of people know. And tonight it was so funny because when we was listening, I was listening to this forum on one of the YouTube shows afterwards, and this girl calls in who's from the entertainment industry, She's in the entertainment industry, she said, well, a lot of us, you know, she said a lot of people ain't paying no attention to Jaguar because they, they think she's out there and she's crazy, but they didn't discredit her, saying she didn't know. She said, because a lot of us know that shit always ha- already knows how this shit be happening. She said, it ain't no surprise. Like, she talked about a specific rapper I ain't gonna say, but I have been hearing this too. Conscious rapper, I won't say their name. <laughs> but who had been known as a rapist. And she talking about how everybody in that industry know that. Where regular people don't. You thinking he deep and shit. <laughs> right? So that's why I'm just saying. You know Jaguar may come out unhinged, and plus when you're having everybody coming at you who you you you're trying to break down a wall of people of idols and stuff people's idols, and you're trying to make them look like they're not perfect, people will be angry I mean okay. I once heard this story about, and this isn't just, you know, I'm just throwing this story out there as an analogy. I'm not trying to be religious or nothing like that. But I heard this story years ago about this, uh, these men who went to uh, be missionaries over in this um, country that did not know about uh, the Bible and Christ and stuff like that. The The missionaries were trying to tell them about, uh, you know, God and everything, but it threatened the idols they already had in place, right? And so they killed them. They crucified that person, uh, uh, them, those men. Killed those men. Years later, the wives risked their lives going back there to do that, and the wives end up uh, 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 being missionaries to the whole village. All the village now is. Like a Christian village And the, here's the really interesting thing the, the the people in the village uh, That killed their husband Became some of their best friends And became In that spiritual thing too But one of the threats was They didn't want this thing They brought up to be torn down Because that's something They were used to worshipping For years and years So I tell that story because you may kill a messenger like Jaguar because even if she's a little off, you may kill her because she is bringing down idols. She bringing them down, y'all like, damn! Oh, oh, you ain't gonna say that about no Z. You ain't gonna say that about. Now I'm not saying she's telling the truth. I'm not saying I'm saying I believe she's telling some truth. Okay, I ain't saying because of things I've heard from other people. I'm not saying that that's the truth about them. I'm saying this: what some things I may believe. Okay, that she said some things, but it's hard for her to survive because a lot of y'all want to kill her for bringing down people you thought may have been a certain way, and to find out that they like might be a rapist or might be a, a, a killer. Uh-huh. And all these things, Jaguar is, um uh, y'all y'all want y'all wanna kill I do I don't wanna compare it to this, but kinda of like the prophet.
3: <laughs> you know, to come to tell y'all the
1: truth about people. i do not saying she's a prophet, but I'm just saying she's telling secrets on the entertainment industry which you've been taught to look up to. And the truth is it's just like your job. The entertainment industry is just like your job, just people with a lot of more money and everything. They still human, and they and they and they got access to a lot more crazy shit. So they do a little bit more crazy shit and wild shit. But they just like most folks. They crazy. They got you got all kind of types. So I feel like J, J, Jaguar right now. My personal opinion. When I hear this, let me listen more. We can listen a little bit more. Huh? You better act like
3: Cece and keep on walking. Y'all see this, right? Y'all see this. They are purposefully, intentionally keeping and holding my thing for no reason. They done ran it through their x two times already. They got forest goats working that shit. They got eight over there and they still can't figure out why I can't get my bag? All
1: right. So, yeah. <laughs> Listen, J.Y. is going to me through spiritual things, too, so I feel like she's being attacked, all kind of energies, everything. You know, oh, man, it's a lot to dissect here. But I still don't discredit what her story is, okay? It does make you look a little bit differently at it, but it doesn't. I, I understand a little bit of the attacks that could be happening with her because, She's bring down um, people's idols. A spiritual God that you have locked uh 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 that you have locked your hope in and your dreams to and you know I mean it's it's a that's a tough thing. So, uh I was gonna play some of she was on Sean Davy Way show today. That's the show she uh she came on to talk about uh what was going on with her in the um let me see if we got a little bit of it. You know the funny thing is when you go through all this shit that we've gone through in
0: such a short time
3: as a married couple, it does one of two things. Mm-hmm. It binds Okay.
1: Okay. So I got to get the audio together, but uh, we'll. I'll play a little bit more. I'm going on break real quick. But when I come back from break, we'll play and we'll continue talking about Jaguar. Right. We'll get into some of the other uh, hot topics, show hot topics and news and everything like that. But we'll finish off Jaguar. Right. And more. So. Meanwhile, um, oh, I didn't even name the net last Yeah, I did. I talked about the last time. Okay, so meanwhile, we're going to listen to, uh, um, which one, what I got up here? Uh, spending Time, Janet, and I'll be back in a moment, y'all, okay?
4: best in government politics celebrity entertainment music news tune into the Carlotta Choward show right here on block talk radio all
1: right you guys we are back on block talk I mean we're back on well we're on block talk radio but we are back on CC show and uh, we were talking about Jaguar right all the things that went down today I can't I can't find the exact part of the uh, interview she had today with uh, uh, Sean Davey Way Show. But um,
4: uh, uh, Yeah, you need to handle that. You? Um, so
1: I'm
4: uh, to let y'all come up here. One. I'm trying to find... I don't know what it's going to take. we got to get you
0: that crown.
4: Maybe <laughs> <laughs> for my 10th anniversary, I can take
2: them to a new
4: beach.
1: Oh, and, uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, 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 Well, okay, I can't find the clip, but you guys go listen to Sean Davy Way show. It's really good. She 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 called in. She addressed some things, but one of the things she said, um, she talked about uh, – she went on to say, you know, about what was going on at TTA, TSA. And then she started uh, – when she said Jay-Z, then she started going off on Jay-Z. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, Dark Rock Nation's again. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but I, I think she's going to have to chill on stuff like that because that does make people go um, – <laughs> you know, so I said, okay, so now J.D. stopping you from going through the terminal and all that stuff. I don't think it's that. People don't understand this, that J.D. has lots of fans, and people may be listening to her, like I said, tearing down the idols. And so people, you may have people in TSA don't like you uh, talking about him or don't like you. And it might not necessarily be him, but be people trying to,
0: um,
1: you know, uh a uh, uh, slow down the situation or what you know i mean you have all kind of stuff i mean that you have to you know you you that that she has to prepare for being out here uh being kind of like this rebel of the entertainment industry and talking about people and bringing people down so yeah so if you guys want to hear about her reasoning about what went on at chicago uh, airport or here, then uh, go to Sean Baby Way Show. Uh, she did call into the air. It was very interesting. Uh, he has a great interesting breakdown that he does, too, about the whole thing. All right? So uh, definitely check that out. All right. So, oh, Lord, y'all. Messes out in these streets, okay? Um. Uh, we we talked about last week, I talked about Smokey Robinson and the Diana Ross thing. Child, I ain't got time. I'm just old. I always tell you that I was old too. Uh, and that the Motown story is just really, uh, people just need to really hear, they need to really make a movie on that. I, I've talked about that. Um, let see what else is here. Mhm I, I want to talk to y'all about? It. Okay, Chris Brown is accused of owing $4 million in back taxes. Now remember what Fantasia talked to y'all about? You're talking about people out here struggling and stuff like these. A lot of times y'all be thinking celebrity got a lot of money. Sometimes a lot of these celebrities be living crazy. Now this doesn't mean Chris Brown doesn't have $4 million, but, you know, because, you know, it's weird how they have their, you know, they they check taxes don't come out. <laughs> you know, when they get checks and stuff, they get all the money. And so they have to, you know, through accounting, they have to take taxes out because they do have companies now that do that. They can pay you in paycheck form and do like take your taxes out and stuff. But, they, but that's why a lot of times entertainers get caught up because they don't, they, they get paid the whole amount and they don't like your job. They don't get taxes and stuff. Uh, taking out of money. But it says Chris Brown found himself in the financial trouble after it was revealed the singer allegedly owes both IRS and the state of California more than $4 million in back taxes, RadarOnline.com just heard. The surprising claims were revealed in December when several separate tax liens were filed against the 33-year-old run singer for taxes he reportedly still owes the government from 2022. According to a newly released tax document, Brown was slapped with at least two federal tax liens by the federal government last month. Including um, one for two hundred and forty five dollars, and other one for one million something. The lawyer singer was also hit with a state tax lien, like for over seven hundred thirty-nine thousand. Okay, so um, yeah, I you know this kind of a lot of celebrities often deal with taxing. And let me tell you something: owning the IRS is event, is no fun. I have been here, isn't here, isn't no fun. <laughs> So I remember. I remember having to do an amendment, like because I, I, you know, when you you forgot to report something. I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but hey, I mean, I can't even imagine at that level. Lord have mercy. Mm-mm-mm, my level little, but that level on all that money, child. Okay, so Chris, I hope you get. You know, you got some coins out here. Paper because IRS, you know, they but they, you know, they they're much more kinder than they used to be in the back in the day, right? Because they do set up uh, deals with you, all kinds of stuff, man. But back in the day, you don't want that smoke, okay? Right? I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh, now, uh, also in the news, Meta allows Donald Trump back on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, it's been it was he, he had a, a social media ban, which I don't think Donald Trump should have ever been banned. I really believe that was part of getting him out of office that a lot of the power people the powers that be and people that just didn't like him on them out of office, but I believe in freedom for speech and speech for everybody, even if you don't like what they gotta say, <coughs> and people was trying to say it's no freedom of speech if it's a privately owned, and I hated that because people were just giving up certain things. listen these social media companies really i think I think that um Congress excuse me needs to go back in and start to look at these uh, companies and what and it's like the town square you know these companies no longer are you out there talking in the middle of town square now you're talking in the middle of twitter and so we have to re-look at free speech and social media platforms even when they're privately on and they claim and they have claims of being the town square i mean the uh like the city square because we still want to ensure freedom of speech even in a privately owned company that promotes opinions. You want to make sure everybody's opinions is being said the same way because of what it's become. So it's an interesting thing, but yeah, but they allowed him back on. They said former President Donald Trump, according to NPR.org, will be allowed to return to Facebook and Instagram more than two years after he was banned for inciting violence on his supporters stormed the US Capitol on January 6, 2021. Now, everybody knows I don't believe I watched that whole thing that day. All I saw was people walking around the Congress looking. Most of the people looked like they was joking. I mean, it didn't look like no storm. It was the only time it looked like them storming the Capitol was outside when they were climbing them walls. And once them, they got in, you know, there was that one part where they was pushing in the door where that lady got shot. But most of them was just walking around like they was at a museum. Seriously. I mean, I felt like even though the riots, to me, were well, for more of a social justice re- thing, in my opinion. I feel the same way about them. They were actually more crazy than what happened at the Capitol. Seriously. <laughs> right? You know, cause remember they got the stormed White House, where they put that Donald Trump in that bunker? I mean, I mean, you know, I, 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 I think that this is this part, and you see, the Democrats went all out for that. Because, you know, uh, but they didn't do the same thing with uh, with the uh, with the uh, people who stormed the uh, White House. You know, they stormed the White House and they they, they beat down the Secret Service at the time when they were doing them riots. Nobody uh, got on that. That was a storm in the White House. Donald Trump had to go hide in the bunker during them riots, okay? To me, both of these groups had rights. No, they didn't have rights to be violent, but both of them had rights. To protest up in there and run up in the uh, Congress's they house, run up in the Congress and everything and every uh, all that stuff. But when he and uh, I didn't like the rioting. But listen, when when you when Congress and uh, I've always said this, you will create a violent uprising when you have when 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 politics and government become something that the people deem evil and in both time january the 6th and during the riots racial riots and they were storming cnn all that stuff setting fires to american cities all over both times people saw politics and uh 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 politicians and all these people have been have been beyond uh evil social injustices election frauds all these kind of things well one one political party Took up for one, and they let another get away. But both of them, both to me, had great had reasons. And to me, instead of January sixth was a political, I feel, uh, because they didn't like Donald Trump. But I felt like Congress really showed their hand when they about, when they when they instead put more fences around Congress, isolated themselves instead of simply saying, "What in the world have we done?" Has politics? That's how you know the politicians. I see it very different. That's how you know politicians have gotten more arrogant because they put up more protections for themselves instead of saying, What has happened in the United States that the American people are ready to raid the capital? They understood this about the riots, but they didn't understand it about that day than people raiding that capital. Understand that people were in an economic downfall, uh, because with COVID coming, Donald Trump was seen has uh uh, 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 some so to some some parts of, uh, especially people in the middle and stuff like that, has an economic uh, better choice. and stuff. So you have people upset, and you have people who believe the election was overthrown. Now, they went on to say, oh, that's ridiculous. And oh. the press is out here. That's ridiculous. Trying to make you think that people in government don't do evil things the government doesn't in act doesn't act as a, a a separate entity it acts has an entity full of people and people are prone to do evil so if i think they i think they've thrown a number of elections during uh through during uh uh presidential cycles not just uh the uh, the one with donald trump and and even if they didn't throw it in a physical way, they threw it by keeping them off of Twitter. They threw it by all the bad, constant barrage of publicity. They did swing it, hiding Hunter Biden and stuff, so, and banning him from these social platforms and all this stuff. These were all things, even if you didn't literally cheat, you did cheat because you shut down the other side's freedom of speech and freedom of expression. And so when people seeing all those things happen, I'm a, I'm glad they just walked around it looking like looking like they did. It wasn't really that violent. It wasn't violent. And instead, the politicians should have came out and should have been ashamed. Said, "What have we done that the American people don't believe in us anymore? We need to work on y'all believing us anymore. You guys climbed the Capitol because you thought we threw the election. That's how much." They don't trust you. The riots in the street, same thing. For racial injustice, that's how much they don't trust you. America under the scenes may one day implode. And the politicians are too arrogant to see it. Instead, they built for themselves fortresses in that. But instead of coming out saying, we got to make the people, help the people to believe us because they don't trust us. We we, we we were very one-sided during this election. And we can't have that as a government. They didn't look like they didn't do that. And I feel like one day, as Malcolm X said at that time about, you know, uh, Kennedy, he got shot when he got suspended, when Kennedy, uh, from the Nation of Islam, when Kennedy got shot, and he said, the chickens have come home to roost. Meaning that Americans' violence against uh, things that have happened is coming home to roost. I feel like it's going to come home to roost one day on, on Americans if we don't start to get a grip on politicians, freedom of speech, uh, being able to um, being able to have freedom of the press that's not just liberal. because we're heading down a dangerous, dangerous slope, in my opinion. But it says Trump's accounts will be reinstated in the coming weeks with new guardrails to deter of repeat offenses, Nick Clegg, president of global affairs at Facebook parent company Meta said on Wednesday. The serious risk to public safety that led Meta uh, to suspend Trump in January 2021 has sufficiently received it, Clay wrote in a blog post. Still, he said Trump will face heightened penalties should he continue to break Meadows' rules and include removal of his posts and even a fresh two-year exp- suspension. Now, who decides what that is? I mean, these people have worked so hard to shut down freedom of speech. It's like even some of the things they were shutting down on Twitter, and Facebook and all that about COVID. Well, guess what? We found out a lot of that stuff was not fake news; it was real news. So they were, so they were shutting down people. Listen, there was just a. Let me at let up me, let me for y'all. We don't talk about this tonight. Hold on. This is Donald Trump's suspension, maybe. This is how I want America to know how much you're losing freedom of the press. Either. Pfizer, uh, 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 there was this guy. The press is hardly talking about this, okay? Hardly talking about this guy who was a top director at, who's, I don't know if he still is, at Pfizer on a date
2: talking about Pfizer.
1: It it's interesting, the tape, about what he said. But let's look. Let me see. This is from com says, journalists with Project Ver- 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 Veritas have obtained undercover footage of a top Pfizer official admitting that the pharmaceutical giant is exploring mutating COVID-19 so that they can preemptively develop new vaccines. Think about what happened with COVID. The virus devastated the world, forcing everybody to turn to pharmaceutical giants like Pfizer for a vaccine. In the process, the company earned record profits. If what Jordan Tristan Walker, the Pfizer Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations and MRNA, scientific planner, said is true, that means Pfizer essentially wants to repeat the COVID pandemic for more profit, okay? So listen to him talking about I want you all to listen to some of this, this uh, uh, thing about this guy being taped. Okay, hold on. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about
4: mutating covid well that not what we say to the public. No. Don't tell anyone. We're, we're <laughs> <no problem. laughs> storing like not you know the virus keep mutating? Yeah. One of the things we're storing is like, why don't we just mutate ourselves so we can post a basically I would sell right? We have to do that. If we're gonna do that though, so there's a risk to like as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a farm company mutate too feeling very controlled to make sure that the virus that you mutate. Yeah, I know. Meet Jordan Tristan Walker, a Director of Research and Development Strategic Operations at mRNA Scientific Planning at Pfizer. It sounds like being a function to I don't know. It's only different. I think it's different i definitely not getting a i I mean, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so directed right is very different. virus, but yeah, but yeah, exactly. so, you do like these, like selected mutations to try to keep more potent. Yeah. So there, research about that. I don't know how that's not working. being more The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all.
1: <clears throat> so, basically, they're talking about which, which people were, were were questioning these pharmaceutical companies, which these tech companies and all these people uh, who Big Pharma has big money in. Hey, don't beat up on me, Big Pharma. Don't send nobody to me after me. Don't you know? send your shooters after me as, uh, <laughs> as Kanye <laughs> said to Jeff Al-Jay-Z. <F-I-J-Z. laughs> I'm just saying what's what other people say now what I will say is this: These people, uh, pe- they were shutting down people on Twitter who were questioning Big Pharma, who were questioning these vaccines, these vaccinations, and stuff. And I told y'all what COVID was gonna be. Okay, they I told this is a Pfizer director, and the media has been, and the media has been shutting down this story again. Why? Because the media in America is more and more every day censored. You would think we're living in communism. We're living in China. Okay. American media is censored. You're not hearing this story. This is a big story. This is a Pfizer director talking about them mutating viruses to to create more vaccines in case. And but in the in the midst of that, in the risk, and he goes on to say a whole lot more. I mean, you got to hear about profits and everything. But in the midst of that they could mutate it could be end up another mutation out here that they had to solve which would give them even more but i already told you i told y'all my theory on big pharma this just quite a lot of theory my theory is that they they y'all wasn't coming no more to the to the doctor and stuff when we get common code the common code used to be used to be years ago flu and all that stuff dangerous to get now y'all sit at home with y'all robotizing and y'all uh what's that flu thorough flu and all that stuff and y'all sit y'all lay in bed for a little while fix that shit with a little bit of nuts some of y'all don't even go get medicines at the drugstore y'all just some of y'all just drink orange juice and hot pies yeah. <laughs> i remember one time i was sick but well, i i got real sick i had come from Obama's um when i was obama here well, I, I came from grant park i came from grant park i went to grant park uh for when obama won and coming home when I got home that week, oh my God, I was so sick. I had the flu. I mean, I was taught my grandma had to take me to the hospital because I remember being like, I was that sick. I had never had the flu that bad. I mean, it was it was it was bad, okay. And so I was laying in the hospital bed. And I remember my blood pressure started going up, and all these doctors started running around. I was like, "What the hell?" Everyone looking at my grandparents on the side of bed, like, "Oh my god!" They looking at me like, "Oh my god!" What's going on with Kiki? You know, or whatever. So they rushing me in and all this stuff, and they giving stuff to bring down my blood pressure and everything. I was like, "Shit!" I just went to Oh Grand Park and I'm, I mean, you know, the flu. I was, I mean, I was messed up. I mean, they gave me some stuff. I think I had flu. I had, uh, I had the flu. I had- and it was a nice night in Grand Park too, but I ended I, you know, up with the flu. So I had the flu and, I think, a strep throat and something else. I, yeah, I messed up. Got back home. My grandparents' home, and I laid up in um, uh, my old bedroom. And my grandmother, my grandfather came in here and said, I'm tired of this shit. When my grandfather started putting blankets all over me and stuff, I was like, what is he doing? He said, Ruby, you been tell my grandmother. Bring, bring, bring up some more blankets. I said, Papa, I mean, he bringing up all these blankets. He said, I'll be right back. He come back up the and I said, what the hell? He got this drink in his hand. He's talking about, now this is going to knock you out. But you're going to feel better after all this, all that stuff the doctors they gave you all and everything. And you still you feel, so, trust me, you're going to feel better after this. Don't take no more medicine. It was whiskey. It was all kind of stuff. She I took that stuff, but then after I took it, shit, I was out. I don't even know. I woke up the next day, probably the next day, about three or four. <laughs> I mean, I just sweat. I mean, I was I was sweat. But listen, when I got out that bed, I felt better than I had in, in like a week. <laughs> That's some old good remedies <laughs> all right, oh, shit, like everything, my voice was coming back, I was like, what the hell, it was all about, yep, yep, that's all she needed, whatever, I was like, damn, I mean, like two days later, I was fully, I was like, completely, I was like, damn, and all it was was some whiskey and some other stuff he mixed up with some syrup, it was all kind of stuff in that time, I don't even remember, I know, I I know it was one of the best weeks I ever had, I I mean, I was like, damn, but listen, okay, I'm just telling y'all this because they know y'all had y'all got home remedies and shit. So they, to my personal opinion, is they had to create something else had to come out because they needed a new code that y'all couldn't cure with y'all hot toddies and y'all thorough flus. <laughs> y'all can't break them. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so this Pfizer uh, thing, this Pfizer exec confirms all my. Uh, My Worst Fears, Uh, he says, you know, the virus keeps mutating. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we could preemptively preemptively develop new vaccines, right, Walker openly admits. He then acknowledges the massive risk that mutating an already dangerous virus entails. If we're going to do that so there's a risk, like, as you can imagine, no one wants to be having a former company mutating fucking viruses, he said you have to be, like, very controlled to make sure that this virus that you mutate doesn't create something, like, that uh, goes everywhere. Now, he was talking freely to this guy. The next couple of days, I guess this reporter comes to confront him. He's like, Why are you guys, he's taping me. I'm on a date line trying to impress this guy. I'm like, how are you impressing him by telling him you y'all about to mutate something virus? That wouldn't be impressive to me. You know, it's, it's you know, kind of cold, okay? But you you guys gotta read the article. It was a whole lot more said. You can see the full video. Uh, it's on uh, review dot com. I will try to put in. Um, I will try to put in a link on the block on the on the um, on the Block Talk Radio page so you guys can check it out. But it, it's really interesting and it's funny how the press is just really not talking about this. Okay, uh, let's see. We're gonna talk about. Uh, Last week the YSL gang member I mean, well supposedly this dude came walking into uh uh let me see if I can find it. Uh, I thought I had the right article up, I didn't, okay. I just put it up here. Okay, so This was, uh, this is from yahoo.com. It says court proceedings for Young Thug and YSL members have been disrupted by alleged drug transactions and contraband smuggling. And it says there has been no order in the court during Young Thug's recent proceedings. During his court appearance last Wednesday, Thug allegedly received a practice set peel from one of his co-defendants, Khalif Adams, in a quick hand-to-hand transaction. Jesus. What do you think? Are you a
0: dumbass?
1: I know these niggas. Ne- you know what? I'm not gonna say what I'm doing you say. I forget I'm on the end. Go ahead, Mercy. Y'all be to stop because I'm about to get real hood. when I was just thinking, I almost think these niggas was rapping about murder and stuff on on their son. I, I, that's, I almost believe it. I, first of all, can anybody be that dumb? But no, y'all dumb. You know how I feel. Why I feel you dumb? Because if you're passing out Percocet set to each other in, in the court, in the in the jury, in the full ass room courtroom. Oh, they so crazy. Hip hop uh, DX share ver- verbiage from the motion filed by Houston County District Attorney Fannie Willis. Defendant Khalif Adams stood up from his chair inside courtroom 1C and walked unattended to where the defender, Jeffrey Morar Williams, aka Young Thug, was seated at the council table next to his attorney. The motion continued. Defendant Adams approached defendant Williams and extended a closed right hand towards the defendant. Defendant Williams extended his uh, open right hand towards the defendant. Adam closed right hand and accepted an item of contraband to whip percocet from inside Defendant Adams. Hand. In a statement released to Rolling well Stone, Thug's lawyer Brian Steele stated that Thug Thug does not even know Mr. Adams. Courtroom surveillance tape caught the alleged handoff between Adams and Thug at uh, ysv TV. Share footage. Now, listen here. I, okay, I believe you, Thug. I believe you, but You didn't know the guy. I because mean, I, I just don't want to believe you that stupid. Otherwise, they're not understanding how to feed that you. Okay? Um, officers in the courtroom followed the transaction and proceeded to confiscate the pills from the 31-year-old rapper. After discovering the single pills, authorities then searched Adams for more contraband. Lord have mercy.
0: Mm-mm-mm.
1: Rolling Stone reported sheriff deputies searched Adams for the color of Percocet, marijuana, tobacco, and other contraband wrapped in plastic and food seasoning to match the odor of marijuana. Is he a dummy? I mean, that's all I got to say. Why would you pass that off in court? Oh, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. They had to take this man to the hospital, they think he ingested. Uh, Adams was taken to Grady Hospital after he appeared to ingest some of the countrymen that he held on his person in an effort to conceal or accept extent, extent those crimes within the courtroom. What a dumb, dumb, dumb. Oh,
0: Lord. Dumb,
1: dumb, dumb. Okay. Just dumb. You know, dumb, I that. Just dumb. Since the day before the Perkerson incident, the mother of YSL member, Yat Gotti, was arrested for attempting to sneak rolling papers and tobacco products into the care room. Mm-mm-mm. I just I don't even know what to say about that. Y'all, they, people wild out of these streets. I mean, just wild. It's just
3: what are you doing? You in the corner? Mm. Oh,
1: some of these people don't make no sense. okay? Britney Spears released Instagram after sparking concern uh, with name change and tattoo. This is according to Metro News. I mean, Irish, uh, Irish Mirror. Sorry. It says, Britney Spears has deleted her Instagram account after growing concern from her fans over the latest post. The 41-year-old singer had been reminiscing about her past relationship with Justin Timberlake before admitting she's learning and sharing a video, and she got a regretful tattoo. She also changed her name on Instagram to River Red, prompting fans to take to Twitter to share their concern. River Red? Brittany, honey, what's going on? One fan asked. Another comment so cryptic. Before deleting her account, Brittany took to the platform on Wednesday to share a cryptic post about being different to other people. She wrote, rational people. I have one of these and it disappeared. I could sit back and be like most and not give anyone anything to think about on Instagram. But interest is what serves the most uh, in being good. She had a being good hand and we will wrap up all things in the shoe shell. living the levito-lustle life. Britney also wrote, it gets better because that's what I aim for. Keep coughing, players, and just remember to watch your back, or you might get caught up. Yep, sucks to me. me." Finishing her final post, Britney wrote, keep sh- talking shit, or maybe it was just rain from the sky. Giving someone I love everything only gives me the dagger in the heart. Mm-hmm. Y'all was up here talking about give that girl her money, free Britney, conservative shit, her daddy ain't shit. Mm-hmm. All I said is time deal reveal. I ain't got, do I get this time over here from? Is it somewhere on here? I'm going to a little bit up. I need to play time. A little bit. What's time? i over here. I, mean, I don't know why I didn't have, I need it up. Time reveals, so that's 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 the truth. I need to pray it for y'all. I need to pray it for Brittany. I need. I just. I'm gonna pray it for me, cause that's all I got to say. I'm gonna just let this. El Elder boys was talking about love in that song, but I'm talking about in time it will really reveal the specialness that's inside of Britain that y'all shouldn't have ended that conservatorship. I said what I said, okay? Oh, yes, sorry, I, see I said what I Okay. Yeah, her daddy might not have been shit, I don't know. But I know she wouldn't he see all this shit happening when he had that conservatorship. But I'm for grown-mo. I'm glad daddy listened to me, because I'm from grown-mo folks having their grown-up experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Time will reveal. I played a little bit. I just need to hear a little bit of Elsie and time will reveal, because I just said what's going to happen.
3: See, Brittany give her her life. Mm-hmm.
1: That's all I got to say. Best of luck to Britney Spears. I can't believe her and Beyonce is about to try to make it fun. Lord. Let me tell y'all a good show. I, listen, I've been – this dude, bu- 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 Bohemi Jones, oh, my God, he has a sports show. On. I used to watch him when he used to be on this other show with these uh, two dudes, Latino dudes, and he was a black right guy. It was a father and dad show, but he was funny on there. This dude is so dope. <laughs> oh, my God. He, I mean, some of his commentary, all that just – Funny, I mean, and bold, and and insightful, and I'm so scared that a dude like him will not be able to last on HBO or anywhere because he's too much of the truth,
3: <laughs> right? So
1: he did this great um, thing about uh,
2: uh about
1: uh oh my goodness, uh, he's about what was it about uh about LeBron James and player empowerment, oh, my God, it was so funny. And it, it was basically he was saying, you know, how it's not about player empowerment, it's about each individual empowering themselves and talking about LeBron empowerment. Oh, my God, it is just hilarious. But I'll let you all hear a little bit of this show. It comes on HBOs, I think Thursday nights at 5 or 6 o'clock or something like that. But uh, let's listen to Game Theory The both. Bonami Jones, I think. Bonami, but I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Oh, uh, uh. being
0: attacked.
4: Pretend something happened. Block most shit in all sports. All right, think about it. What does a Karen do? Live about being attacked. Pretend something happened that did not. Then try to get the authorities on him. I guess being a Karen is not the exclusive territory of the white wall. Your favorite athlete hits the ground like he got shot, even though nobody touched him. He's doing the same thing. So if you to talking to somebody and filing him, you go to jail for that. Or be suspended. Read a weed man. Lock up the plot. Preach. Our day taking the Chargers on. What you mean our day? Game theory. Sunday night. I need help in the front. I HBO to
1: teach your I mean, oh my God, so good. Okay, he is so funny. He says so much real stuff. I mean, the funniest kid he had was from last week about, uh, about. and he's what I think Charlemagne, and them wish they could be. I mean, this dude is just, he would, be, he would do well to have a regular late night show. He would kill all of late night. That's how good he is. It, see, to me, let me just say this. To me, there's a lot of people out there who don't really have Charisma and talent, like the old school used to have, like I was listening to Eddie Murphy talking about a lot of old school people we used to like there used to be people who were very talented in that back in those days, like you know back in the day, like you know, but they were difficult to deal with, so now I feel like a lot of entertainment you they've been putting up people who are average averagely talented talented because they can deal with them easier, so they've been putting up a lot of people who are makeshift and ain't that great, but this guy is the truth. Like, this is a talent right here. This is a dude where you go, damn, if he had a late night show, he'd kill y'all. Like, a, he got a it's a, it's a, it's a late night show, but it's the sports generated, but if he just had one bite, just a plain one, he would be good. Oh, my goodness. Like, good Arsenio good. Like, damn. Game Theory. It's, I mean, really good. This is Game Theory with Bonamy. I don't know if I'm saying it's Bonamy Jones, I believe, is a weekly late night series starring emmy winning sports journalist and commentator Bonamy Jones. The series breaks down timely issues from Sports World. Jones, who has contributed to HBO's Back on the Record with Bob Costa, has also carved his unique sports commentary style over 15 years. I'm trying to feed if I could. uh, Ryan, y'all, back where he said this was, it was so good. Uh, it's about LeBron James. It was funny. It was a great uh, great commentary. So let me see if I can find it. Uh, Do they have it? Is this a trailer with it or anything? I found their boss. You think it's that Miami Heat used to play at FDX Arena. Now they play at Chapter 11
4: Classic. And who told you that Dion Sanders
1: was not the MLK of HBCU spread out so fast? It was like he was 22 with All right. So, yeah, I'll let y'all hear uh, his, some of his commentary for his season, too, okay? So you can just see how great and bold this guy is. No offense to Charlamagne. I wasn't trying to diss him, but I'm just saying I feel like Charlamagne has been tempered down, right? Like he's not what he used to me in my personal opinion, he used to be. But, uh, a lot of people they have up there who are safe and everything, this dude is not safe. And so he's a real talent. And I'm scared they're going to change him, and I hope not, because he's dope. He's dope. So check it out.
4: My name is Bobati Show. Make sure you check out Season 2 of Game Theory on HBO, because over here, we don't miss. Who told you that cryptocurrency was funny mud? All I can see is a lot of hustlers who think they found their mark. You Speaking facts, Miami Heat used to play at FTX Arena. Now they play at Chapter 11 Flats. And who told you that Deion Sanders was not the MLK of HBCU? He ran out of Jackson State so fast, it was like he was 22 again. Now who told you LeBron's getting too old for this basketball thing? LeBron's officially become the old man at the club. He stayed around long enough to get the Lakers that covered in 12 seeds. Who told you the real legacy of Coach K? College basketball was better when Duke was the official team of white America. Ten years ago, if Duke would have played the Ku Klux Klan, we would have rooted for a 0-0 top. Real talk. Only thing I miss, is full head head. ahead. That ain't coming back. The game theory is, we don't miss. (laughs) Hell yeah.
1: Okay. Oh my God. I feel like this dude take over late night for real. And I said this. I think I talked about this last year on the show when I seen his show. Man, dope. Okay, dope. When I get excited about somebody, they be the truth. Okay, it ain't no fake stuff. And I just hope they don't change him because he's so he's so. I mean, he's cutting edge. And this is this. If you if we had this on late night, it'd be back to the days of Arsenio for him. He's that good.
0: Yeah.
1: Really good. Game theory. Check it out, y'all. Okay, on Sundays. All right. I thought it was Thursday, but Sundays. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, let's talk about what else we got. Larissa Pippin out in these streets. child. Yeah, Larissa. Lord have mercy. What time do I got time? What time we got? Okay, Larissa Pippin. Larissa Pippin. Larissa. Is it Larissa? Or Larissa? It's Larissa, I think. I don't know how to say the woman's name. Let me just talk about her for a second. I got time. Jeez. Okay. Where's my where's the article? This is according to peoplemagazine.com. It says, Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, go Instagram official, posing in front of Michael Jordan's jersey. The Real Housewives of Miami star 48, seemingly made her long-rumored romance with the son of NBA legend Michael Jordan Instagram official on Monday, sharing a photo of her and her new boo, 32, posing arm in arm. In the first time, it's the first time Marcus has appeared on Larsa's arm. Uh, uh, Previously, she only uploaded shots of him on her Instagram story. In the pic, Larsa looks sporty chick in short cut-off jeans. A sheer black body suit and sneakers. She accessorized the look with shade. And let me see. Okay. So, listen, a lot of people thought she was trolling her husband, her ex-husband, because, you know, her ex-husband, Scotty Pippen, the long uh, side guy of Jordan. And, you know, him and Jordan are not getting along allegedly right now. And people thought she trolled her. First of all, let me just say, and I think she was trolling. Let me just say this, okay. Alexa. she's pretty for forty eight. Okay, no, that's not right. Don't say that. Keith. Oh, God, Carlotta. okay, no, because there's a lot of beautiful forty eight year olds and fifty year olds and sixty year old. Oh my God, we we stunting out these streets, okay? But for forty eight, she looks a lot younger, okay? But she right now is going through. It's it she she. It seems like she's going through an early stage. Like, she's already going, like, she's having that early menopause. She's out here with this little boy. I know Michael Jordan's wife want to kick, uh, ex-wife. I know Juanita want to kick her ass, okay? You can't, listen, Juanita, I understand. You cannot do nothing. Because her old ass was, how, how old was she when? You, y'all went, her kids, I can't, I, can't I can't count. She was probably around when he was a baby. She probably would run around with Scotty, was not she? Well no, she's a little younger than Scotty. Okay. So she was like sixteen, they sixteen age different, sixteen years age different. Then she'd been married to Scottie Pippen for a long number of years. Her kids is out her kids. Oh man. This is just messy, okay? <laughs> This girl is messy too, and likes a lot of publicity. I mean, I just say this. I mean, you know, you're too old to be trolling. I mean, if you don't date his, date his ass, you know, you can, can put it on Instagram and stuff, and, and but keep it on the low. I mean, you was married. I mean, to Michael Jordan's sidekick, Scotty Pippen, and now you're going with Michael Jordan's son. <sighs> I ain't against the women dating younger men. No, no, no. Go for it. But what I'm saying here is this is trolling, okay? You know that Scotty Pippen, he has been through a lot. And I'm sure she's been through a lot with Scotty. okay? But listen, this is just, I mean, you too old for this kind of shit, Larissa, Larissa, whatever your name is. Too old. Too 48 damn years old. Out here still trying to, uh, uh, out here, still trying to troll old ass guy. i don't know. I just don't have no words for me. Do I think her and Michael Jordan's son's gonna last, child? You just the best.
3: You got time to talk about TJ and
1: Amy? <sighs> Amy is Amy about ready to throw TJ under the bus? Is this what's being ready to happen, Amy? <laughs> According to page six com, Amy Robach. Oh, wait a minute. alone's word blindsided <laughs> by extent of T.J. Holmes' alleged affairs report. Oh, my goodness. Amy must have heard my show. Somebody must have passed the show a long time. Did you guys do that? Thank you. I told you, did you pass the one? I hope you passed the one where I paid Millie Jackson. You a bad risk. That's the song. You, know, you know, it's a bad risk
0: going
1: on, okay? <laughs> Since Amy Robeck didn't expect her alleged affair with T.J. Holmes to blow up into a scandal, a New report claims, oh, you didn't? The GMA3 personality whose shocking romance with her co-host catapulted the pair into news cycle last November feels like collateral damage, a source told the Sun. She had no idea of the scope of T.J.'s alleged past office romances, the insider added referencing Holmes' alleged dalliances with an intern 13 years his junior and an ABC producer. She certainly did not foresee, even though they were just saying a few weeks ago that she was caught herself, him and the producer, that she did know about them allegedly and that allegedly she was caught herself counseling uh, them to about their office romance, and then she allegedly accidentally fell on the dick. Did I say that right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's coming to I foresee the real relationship Was going to cause major upheaval Outside of her own marriage Robot 49 and home 45 Were taken off the air shortly after the news broke Scandal, okay uh, The U.S. Sun source Believes that the inquest will look into Amy's past to try to find some scandal But, but fortunately for her She is fairly well behaved However, a source tells Six that Robach was was not blindsided as the report claims, at least by Holmes' relationship. Okay, there we go. At least by Holmes' relationship with producer Natasha Singh. The insider claims she was up front with her regarding their former relations. Okay? And allegedly was out there canceling. And then she, you know. Page Six has reached out to help to reps. robot for comment. I'm sure they're not giving any. Uh and they says, uh it says he was a predator who took now. To See when they start calling somebody a predator, he ain't no predator. He was these girls was out here, they old, they they not know he ain't no Art Kelly out in these streets. Them girls is old. Shit, then nobody telling them to get on the no all a is a different. Don't be trying to say he's a predator. Now he's a hoe but he ain't no predator. He was a predator who took full advantage of his position. and He was reckless, playing the source who reportedly knew the script coordinator well at the time. It was uh, Jasmine's first real job in television. Oh, okay. And it's a big deal for her. She was looking for a mem- mentor. Oh, is that what it was? I was I was mentoring you, and oops, I fell in the pit. I fell in the pit. Oh my god. Oh, PJ. Oh, you're supposed to be my mentor. What's going on? TJ was so rare, someone who was just as responsible, but he absolutely abused his position of trust. How did he do that? The insider alleged that the two had sex claiming. Petaway was confused afterwards. Was she? Oh, the oh, TJ, you're supposed to be their mentor. Ask to what it all meant, the source further claimed that Holmes' behavior was part of a pattern of incredibly reckless conduct on his part. Amid all the recent media attention, Amy Holmes and Roblox said year May 3, are ready to be on the top box. block, okay? Now, listen, this girl was grown as fuck who, it was her little first job. She's 24 years old. She's not 16. She's not 15. She a grown-ass woman who just got a little fresh ass out of college, and she saw TJ. TJ's
3: a sucker, okay? And she's like, oops.
1: I'm mentoring in a lot of ways. Here.
3: <laughs> oh, he took the
1: advantage of his position. They cracked me up with that shit. You don't have Seriously. Like at 24, she don't know what she's doing. At 24, you're very well aware of oh shit. Did, did TJ say, you better sleep with me or... No, you did not. And you didn't have to do a thing. So, no, no, no TJ's not a predator But TJ Because you was fucking around at the office As I said last week just Spreading it wide and dropping it low All through DMA Now you probably About to play the Matt Lauer price When they start calling you a predator Man, oh
0: man Ain't
1: go back home and go back home If you don't want to go back home Go find somebody else Jesus Hey, got herself out here. Now she trying to say, how the flying because, you know, she want to keep her job. She like, shit, this motherfucker been messing with every. He community team. He's at the office. He's just giving, chopping He like, you know, when in Boomerang, that scene in Boomerang, when, you know, when she reversed it on him, she telling everybody in the office about, and all the women are looking at him as he walking in the office after she done had sex with him, All the women like, ooh, like looking at, and she done, she done acted like a man and told them all about yeah that's what t j is to all the good morning American women they all looking at them coming up like mm, like they did on Marcus Marcus said boomerang well <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my favorite part in boomerang is when the lady coming down the steps like she like 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 we is going up the steps and the woman coming down the steps and she looks back at him all the women look at them, and then she go to the side and start laughing. <laughs> I think mean, it's a great thing, okay, but yeah that's t j Unity Ping at, at GMA. All the girls in the race party all talking about, it. girl, have you heard TJ yet, girl? TJ put that down. Amy, you were so innocent. I believe you heard the rumor. Girl? Amy, yes, you heard. Me, I know you were close with TJ, girl. Now she's I was blindsided. I didn't know. Oh my god, he was doing all this. Amy, <laughs> take your ass home.
3: <laughs>
1: TJ's another one. TJ, TJ, is another one. TJ got he got options. I don't know if he's gonna have options unless anymore. You know, without no job. TJ at TJ should go back home. Shit. TJ go back home. She, TJ, listen. That's a lawyer up there. at. Rock. What is He's allegedly dating a lawyer girl who's a lawyer at Rock Nation. Listen, she ain't probably help you still maintain. Sometimes you got to think it through, you know, Ain't you ain't ready to go yet. You got to see some shit. T.J., you need to think this through. I ain't can't help you. I ain't even got to throw you up under the bus. And they about to mad lower you out these streets. Oh, this is such a thing. <laughs> This is terrible. TJ is up there having a good ass time. I mean, you just having a good ass time all through Good American, Good Morning America uh, uh, thing. I
0: mean, just a mess.
1: Are we ready to talk about Beyonce? Oh, she performed last week. I saw like right after I got off the the air last week, I started seeing the performances videos of the performance coming through. Oh my
0: God. The scenery looked gorgeous
1: The outfit's different Blue Ivy was about to bust the move And Mom was like, uh-uh, this is baby I know they're a little bit, uh, you know, kind of uh, different in Dubai But they still, we don't want to end up all the way in okay? <laughs> But yeah, I'll tell y'all the truth I have proved my theory. They said Beyonce didn't perform anything from Renaissance and people were upset. I'm gonna tell y'all why Beyonce didn't perform that my personal opinion. This is Carlotta one on one theory. Beyonce don't like Renaissance. Fair with the series. I don't think she isn't Renaissance. I think Beyonce don't give a fuck about Renaissance. I think Beyonce like fuck y'all. I don't care. I'm about to go. I just came out here for these twenty four million dollars and I don't know if my ass should be that. I I believe Beyonce said she looked like that. She looked like that at the concert. She was like, that. she was going through the sun. She, ain't, oh my God! If anything, proves Beyonce was a ro is a robot, it's this show.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't worry, Beyonce did perform Renaissance in Dubai, according to Vulture.com. dot Has everyone eagerly awaited visuals and a possible tour announcement from Beyonce's latest album, Renaissance? We are left wondering what the concept of a 2023 Beyonce performance would be like. How would the new tracks blend into her past uh, disco- discography? And will she perform Beautiful Liar with Shakira? I'm begging again. During Lunar New Year weekend, Beyonce gave a small... Oh, it was Lunar New Year weekend. Mm-hmm. I need to ask the Illuminati because she had that sun thing in the background. What does that mean? Uh, uh, well, Beyonce gave a small glimpse of what her live shows are like. She is currently hosting a small number of individuals at the Atlanta Sororio Hotel in Dubai for a special weekend. Uh, the guest if list included Rebel Wilson, Kendall Jenner, Lion Payne, Chloe, Holly Berry, Haley Hay- Hay- Bailey. Uh, the set list did include songs she's never performed before, including the Other Side, Bigger, and Spirit. She and her daughter, Blue the St. Brown Skin Girl together her Lion King soundtrack, okay. This concert, I saw the performances I saw visually it was stunning. Uh, performance wise, Beyonce needs every bit of booty shaking that she ever does. It is proof that Beyonce has to dance. She has to sing and dance. She has to have props. Beyonce is not an artist that can just sit up there and stand up there and sing. You know, she's not like a Whitney's, and she tried to. I was bored as fuck. I thought it was bored in Dubai. It seemed kind of strange. I was bored as fuck. I mean, it was nice to look at her. She looked beautiful, but she looked like she was just singing, like, she was just like, oh, my God.
0: Oh,
1: God. Beyonce don't like Renaissance. I'm you, she can't perform Renaissance, that kind of stuff, anyway, in Dubai. Y'all loosening morals and shit. Dubai's got some loose shit underground, but for the most part, it looks like a you know religious monarchy up front. Okay? so they can't do a lot of shit. But I just don't think Beyonce likes Renaissance, and I think they making they're gonna make her go on tour this summer, and they're gonna make her uh, 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 probably sing something from Renaissance. But I really don't think she likes Renaissance. I really don't think Beyonce gives a shit about the album. I believe. Everybody gave her so much hell the first few weeks, and she just said, fuck y'all. It just went on. Then decided not to come out and perform, decided not to do shit. She's in rebellion. She's rebellion. She only came out to get $24 million. And after seeing her perform, I know the people in the Bible are like, it was a great opening. But she was boring as fuck. Yeah, I said she was boring as fuck. I don't care whether the ones who was there, probably like jeffing her up. But the concert itself was like, yawn. The songs I
3: saw before,
1: perform, I was I was like, "She needs to dance, baby." She looked, she looked like a totally different concert, it's a totally different concert without. Even she had to be a little sexy because she, you know, because that's her, Steve, man. She got. It just proved to me once again that I'm right about Beyonce. I'm right. I'm right. She is a performing artist that has to have visuals. And me, she doesn't, she can't just stand up there and sing. Like, that shit can't go down. It's boring. I was like, please, put every song, oh, my gosh. She sound good. Oh, she's just like, I'm glad she allowed pictures and videos. That's all i say. Other than that, child, girl, I know you don't like renaissance. It's okay, Beyonce. It's okay not to like something. Okay. I, you know what I feel like is happening for Beyonce? I feel like Beyonce getting some clarity. Like she's somewhere, like she's sitting like, damn, yeah, maybe I am overhyped and shit. You because know, Scorpios can come to if she's got a Scorpio moon in a in a in a uh, uh, so she's deep. She still sometimes she's more Scorpion than she is anything else. And she's got a little of Scorpio. And so I'm thinking Beyonce's like sitting and thinking like, damn, perhaps my ass is overhyped. Shit, thinking about all this shit. Has it been worth it? Like she having deep introspection. This is what I feel. This is just my imagination, that she's having some deep introspection right now. That's why she has not she is not promoted this album. I don't think there's going to be no fucking surprises coming or whatever. I just I don't think she missed it. She knew that album was coming out a long time ago. She could have been done with the visuals and everything. I don't think she's releasing the visuals because Renaissance, she, it didn't come with the fair she thought it was going to come with. People was going off on her the first week. i of like, damn, you, it, it's, it's just no longer the big, it just wasn't a big deal to people. I really think this is what happened. I believe that she, she realizes that,
0: you know what? I might be a lot
3: of hype.
1: Like, I'm trying to figure this all out and, and how does that? What does that mean for me? Hmm. And you know, they say she hasn't really announced that there was, was going to be a tour, but she's allegedly planning. I think Beyonce's in the fuck y'all phase. That's what I think. I don't think she's planning shit. I think they're gonna make her go out there. They're like, bitch, we done put this out my head. You better get your ass out there and take that ass and go on this tour. Shit, you playing with your ass. But really, I think she's in fucking. You, you know what I think she's in fucking. Because she went and took that money, and she looked boring in the body. I mean, I guess it was her attempt. What's a, it's like a Charday attempt. Thank you for the Charday attempt. Seeing this, Beyonce, I know for sure that you cannot. You are not a Shardé, okay? You are Beyonce, and stay what you do and what you do. But I think Beyonce's had enough. I think she's tired. I think she. met. May- I think she's just coming to some conclusions. I'm I'm hoping for her. I'm hoping praying pray for Beyonce, y'all. I feel like she's going through some shit. Scorpio's been going through some shit in our mind. You know, she's a Virgo son, but she's got a lot of Scorpio in her And Boy, we've been been having little shifts in our mind and our head right now. So, you know, I think that's renaissance is not didn't come out the way she thought it was going to be think right now she's just like fuck out yeah, everybody was fighting with me and I'm used to having a way paid with gold and it wasn't and now I'm realizing I might be in of height because shit might be true 2023 23, a year true for some okay okay Beyonce okay i like all right <clears throat> yeah but I don't feel like she I, I didn't feel like she was even looking at the performance like she didn't even look like she was there she looked like I feel like felt like it was sort of like mm, like she was going through the motions like let me get this check shit I'm bringing little blue out here and saying I'm ready for my check to be moving the fuck off I'm going to get out here and sing to y'all, but then I'm about to move. I'm about to get my check and take my ass home, okay? I ain't got time no more, okay? I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of fame. I'm tired of all this bullshit, okay? That's what I think Beyonce at right now, my personal opinion, Okay. Alright, uh, I'm even talking about, the, oh, let's talk about the Girl Strip movie coming out. It's gonna be in Ghana. Okay, I told y'all this whole push for globalism, the idea of globalism and stuff like that is, is, is just rolling. And they're, they're planning on doing a sequel, uh, for, uh, The Forehead in Ghana. A lot of people are upset about this movie because they don't want Tiffany Haddish to be in it, okay, because of the video that happened, um, you know, with the kids and stuff like that. And let me just say this. The video was in bad taste, okay? But that doesn't make Tiffany Haddish, you know, some sort of molester. I you know, I don't know why she chose to do that video. It was a very, very bad decision. But I don't feel people feel like people give people second chances anymore out here. And I think that you know, yes, it was terrible. Don't get me wrong, I get it. Yes, it was horrible, okay? But, um, I think Tiffany Haddish is more guilty of anything than not being funny. It's just the last few years for Tiffany. Like, Tiffany started off, she was really funny, but she started taking all these movies and stuff, and it just, like, even in Girls trips, she really, she was kind of funny. That part about the grapefruit.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I, uh-huh. And they said, people, Will Packer's talking about, I can't do this movie without uh, Tiffany. I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. First of all, there's two people that, you know, there's one person who you could, you need to make up with Will Packer. I know you're mad at her. Or oh, Monique. Monique would make that. Monique is truly fun. Monique, Monique might be, see, this is what I'm talking about with Monique. Monique is a lot of, Monique is fucking drama. But she's talented as fuck, right? That's most of the talented people are, you know. But they Tiffany is easier probably for them to deal with. She she ain't as funny as Monique, but she might be easier to deal with. look, she, she Monique is difficult, motherfucker. But Monique will make your movie, okay? Monique is hilarious, <laughs> and I think if you bring in Monique, Monique it would it would just be great. And plus, you got all the actresses that are in that movie have comedy chops. Especially Regina. Uh Regina, I forget her name. Uh Regina, what's her name? She's very good. So <clears throat> you can spread out the comedy. A lot of people are not liking the idea of Tiffany Haddish being in there. I don't like the idea of going to Ghana. I mean, it feels like Monique's fat what was the fat what was the movie? Fat Girls or something like that? Sounding like that. But it says uh, the first installment, which stated, which stated started Jacob Pinky cleaning teeth with Gina Hall. Yeah, and Tiffany Haddish was a summer box office success in 2017. Has the six followers for Bessie's enjoying a crazy adventure in New Orleans by promoting the second season of her Amazon Prime Video series? Harlem writer and producer Tracy Oliver seemed to confirm the good news. Speaking about the *Defensive Girls Trip 2* update, she revealed that it's officially happening. Happening. I can't. I can say that. She avoided spilling the beans too much, but teased that the girls will be living their best lives in West Africa in the rumor sequel. <sighs> Fans were living for the announcement and expressed their joy on social media. No, they didn't. Uh, I did not see that joy. I saw a whole lot of people complaining about Tiffany Haddish and not really uh, – and even some people complaining about Jada Pinkett. Um I think people are more at, are upset about Tiffany because Tiffany just needs to work on her comedy. And I and I saw where Tiffany's attempting to do that. Like she, I think I saw somewhere where she had five comedy dates. What Cat Williams said she should do from the beginning, which is go out and exercise her comedic chops. And I think she she would fail to do that for a while. And it caught up to her where she just wasn't being funny. And people, it, it, you know, and it's good now that she's, um, She's out there, and she's starting to uh, – she's doing that. But I just – I do believe that they can do without um, – they can do without that. Tiffany's on that, okay? Uh, We talked about Shakira last week. I talked about Shakira last week. I said I wanted to talk about Shakira. And uh, Shakira about how her man – she found out her man was cheating, we talked about Travis Kelsey a little bit about Taylor Coach Chad, Chad, I believe Travis was... Ah, Chad, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking about Travis. I think I already told y'all last week. But it says, Shakira allegedly discovered Gerard Peake cheating because of a jam jar. This is according to page6.com. It says, well, uh, isn't that a sweet treat? Shakira allegedly realized her longtime love, Gerald Peak was cheating on her when she realized her jam was disappearing. The Hipstone live singer returned home from traveling and became suspicious over the missing fruit spread because the famed fire player and the kids all hate Jim. Shakira appears to allude to this tart turn of events in a music video for her and Rahu's Alejandro single, to Te Felicito, in uh, which she can be uh, seen opening a refrigerator only to discover Alejandro's uh, head on a platter. Although the Colombian pop star and Pete broke up being amicably on June twenty second, uh, two two thousand twenty two, uh, after eleven years of being together, it since it since has solid the release of her golden diss track, in which she takes aim at her ex and his new twenty three year old girlfriend Clara Chaya Marti. Okay, and remember, I've talked about this before. I just talked about this with Nia Long. I didn't talk about I didn't catch on it. Talk about it when we came back from break. But what I said is, it's hard for a woman going through the age thing and all of that in public, but then getting cheated on, them, and then you end up with a young girl. Oh, God, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> she said, "You left me. My me. My mother in law has a, has my neighbor media outlets at my door and in debt with the government." secure forty five scenes in Spanish with a new tune referencing her tax trial, following the tracks of Alicia allegedly turns a witch doll on her balcony and placed it facing the direction of Pete's mothers house. oh Lord. The athlete thirty five hasn't responded to secure new tune, Okay. Child me let me tell you something, brother. Listen, women pay attention to habits, especially when they're in a relationship with you. Hey, look, when she knew that jam, she knew somebody was that jam was being eaten by somebody. So listen, she, she, that's how she, she she figured it out. She's like, you ain't eating no jam like that. Why is jam always miss. You know, men, they so, men be kind of dumb. They don't know how to treat. They be like, cousin, they don't never plan it out. I don't know. I did like some jam. You know, I decided to taste it. They just be like, you know, women have a full-scale plan. Men, uh-uh. <laughs> Y'all just be good brothers. And she she knew it with that. Yes, that's the way she she under she got it. Okay. Uh, what we talked about Shakira. I talked about. I think I talked a little bit about uh, Travis Kelsey and his talk on that show and him talking about Kayla and Cole giving her a hundred dollars here and there. I told y'all my thoughts on Travis. Okay. Last week. Um. Let's see what else here? was I supposed to talk about?
0: I think it's not enough
1: of us, uh, here. So if you got a few Okay, so Aaron Hall this week. Oh, Lord. Aaron Hall was on Vlad TV talking about how he got down and how he liked the headset. Lord, I'm going to have to let y'all hear it to believe it, I'll tell you some of stuff, okay? So I'm going to Okay.
4: Father's a pastor, so my whole thing is that my grandfather being a pimp is just like it's just like I'm third generation Aaron Hall is third. My father is Aaron Hall Junior. He's a pastor, so I just skipped over it like checking. The <laughs> whole thing is this is that yeah. is that if you never heard a girl say that you no know, fucked up trick shit about Aaron Hall, then you understand that less chill shit is some real shit. So, so that was uh, basically like from some life experience. Now my whole thing is that I just you know I just think that. Girls think that a whole lot of guys, you know, run after they shit. You know what I mean? Don't all, tell me. You can say what you want over there. But a, a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of girls out there with them bills, of course, them young 1970s, 1980s bitches. Yeah. You know what I mean? They try to go off there with the, you know, with the fresh out the pussy shit and, and think they can get like a nigga like Aaron Hall. I'm historical with it. Yeah. They fuck on me.
3: And stuff. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
4: Nice fucking me, it's a big thing. Everybody knows my son's mother. Everybody knows that shit. So Yeah, that's everybody... right, tell 'em about it. So when you put errors on it, when you fuck a bitch for three days and take the bitch head and take Well, so you had to go to Vlad T A V to hear the rest
1: of the comical interview of him sounding like an old pimp from nineteen eighty four. Aaron Hall is a picture of that and those men I was talking about at the beginning who hasn't had a chance to mature because some of y'all been giving him coochie cat. I don't know how. But he then goes on and says that he likes to fuck out in public and that everybody done seen him fuck. Like Joey's here in public, done seen me fuck. They been in my house, they know I get down like, well, this is kind of going strange. <laughs> All you got to hear to believe, yes, he does say that. He said they all. Is it part of their, where's it? Where's that for that? I mean, it was like
4: <laughs> all, all right now. A whole lot of niggas out there from Jamie Foxx to like Denzel <laughs> Washington yeah. to, to whoever. Everybody. Know me. Yeah. So everybody know if I say it, I'm a fucking to, to death. I yeah. like to fuck in public, you feel me? Yeah. So niggas can't say nothing about it. Them square ass niggas, them precious cake, little dick niggas.
0: Yeah. I like
4: for them niggas to see how I fuck. Like if you yeah. used be to show to to your puppy or not any of them niggas. Yeah. They've been at my house. They all see me fuck.
0: Okay, hey, it's getting a little strange
1: here. He likes for other men to know Wow. Oh my God. Uh, cause what You know, did you guys see I knew this about Aaron Hall, but a lot of people didn't listen Did you think he was the l- less chilled Aaron Hall? No, he's more like the you can have a piece of my love dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> A hot ass mess. Okay, when you still think it's 1989 and it's 2023 Aaron, it's time to grow up
0: now.
1: And these girls are still giving Aaron that cootie cat, like he with him out here talking reckless. This is why these men like this cannot develop relationships because y'all y'all throw a cootie cat at the end like that. Aaron still so could get. 'Cause get because he used to sing with God. I mean, because he, oh, he still does. Jeez. Oh, the last story of the night. And it is one that I'm just like, you know, Christian Rock fights multiple women while trying to get Blueface in the car to leave with him. Now, Christian Rock just announced she was pregnant. On Sunday, this is according to uh, lovebeescott.com, TMZ posted a video of Christian Rock in a physical altercation with multiple women while trying to get... Blue facing a car to leave with him. In the clip, the eyewitness filming the fight which reportedly occurred near Blue's home. According to the media outlet, Christian dropped in unannounced at the Los Angeles rapper's home while he was having his 26th birthday party on Friday and tried to lure him away. Apparently, when Christian was trying to get Blue into the car so he could leave, with her, a bra roughly between her and two other women at the scene. In the video, Krishan is wearing the same pink sweatsuit she wore when she made her pregnancy announcement on social media. At one point, Krishan is on the ground fighting with a woman who has no shirt on. As another person tries to separate the two, the women grab Krishan's hair and refuse to let go. Shockingly, Ruface and another man are watching and not intervening. And she's pregnant. Allegedly, <sighs> I wish you ladies would understand. Tonight, Krishan, this is his day. I know this this guy and her friends tried to tell her she wasn't ready for a baby. I wouldn't say that. I would say you're the perfect candidate for a baby because now this baby should be bringing focus to your life. And you shouldn't have you out here fighting bitches in the street because you're trying to get a man who's not even intervening while you're getting your ass whooped in the fight. He's letting you get beat down while you're pregnant. And I'm hoping this is all like bringing her mental clarity because you do not want your child to come into the world. It's already The world is already a chaotic place enough. The last thing you need is to bring a child into the world in a chaotic energy of fighting and arguing. And, and this baby is here to bring you peace, It's here to bring you focus. It's here to show you who's for you and who ain't. It's here for you to get yourself together, quit drinking all over the place and acting a damn fool on TV with this man. Crazy. If it don't do that for you, God help you and that child. Jeez. It's not funny no more. Seeing them, it ain't funny now. It's really quite sad. It's like, really?
0: Really?
1: <sighs> I got four minutes left. What else mess like I thought that was going to be my last thing. Uh, Brooke Shields reveals she was raped by a Hollywood insider in Powerful Sunday documentary. You guys can see that. I think I put the link up on the crowd I'll chat with a Facebook page, but it's on the Daily Beast. Uh, Brooke Shields is a little girl, likely 11 years old or even younger, appearing on a talk show. Male Middlehead's host smiles at her literally. He calls her a pretty girl. Did she know that? He asked. The studio audience on some baffled and some indifferent as if it was quite normal. Does she enjoy all the fuss? He continues, Shields' blue eyes are more piercing than you might remember. And in this sense, they're completely vacant, vacant as if she is disassociated. Um, this is the opening scene to Pretty Baby, Brooke Shields' two-part documentary that premiered Friday at the Sundance Film Festival. And this is from MSN.com. Too. So the footage is uh, shown as a video from a new interview with Shields plays. It felt so arbitrary and unmarried she says, about the fascination with her beauty when she was so young, that anyone who called her an icon was something she wasn't capable of process, processing. And she said, I was born with this face, so I didn't think about what, what about it. She says, I wanted to think about things I could control, things that would have happened without beauty. Now, I feel like this is probably an interesting documentary to see because Brooke Shields, I will say this was very sexualized when she was young. Very, I mean, she did Pretty Baby. I think she was like 13 years old. And it felt so grown. So I, I, I really, to hear her story, and this is, she's saying some of the same stuff about the industry. She was a kid and rape. So it's, it'd be, it's very interesting. I'd be very interested to hear her story. I think it's on the Sunday streaming service thing. I can't get no other streaming service, but you know. Let me, before I go off, let me say this. I've been watching the Games of London on AMC Plus streaming. Oh, that shit is crazy. It makes BMF and Power look like child's play. I forgot to tell y'all about it. It's the craziest show I've ever seen. Very violent, very violent. But oh my God, the plot twists, the storylines, it's like uh, Power, The Corner, and Blacklist all mixed together. Shit's good, okay? So y'all need to watch that, okay? You guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me like you do every week. I'm going to take a break for a little while, unless I got something else big to talk about. But you guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend, and the rest of your week is getting this Friday, uh, Friday now. So have a good one, you guys. Enjoy it. Hope you enjoy the show. We're going to leave out with a love train. Hope you guys enjoy it, and make sure you listen to all the comments here. I mean, you can listen to all the archive shows while I'm I'm off, okay? I'm out. See y'all. to the archive show. What's <laughs> up, archive listeners? Thank you guys so much for listening to me like you do every week. I appreciate y'all so much. Remember, I'm going to take a break for a little while. There'll be plenty of archive shows to listen to, plenty of uh, this show to listen to, and I probably won't do a new show for a minute until, uh, you know, let's say something big that comes up or something like that. Really, guys, I, listen, let me tell you something. I appreciate you guys. So much. Uh got my love train playing in the background, but I appreciate you guys so much. And, you know, um, this show has allowed me, you know, just like I always say, therapy, but also allows me to talk about celebrity news, pop culture, all kinds of things. Sometimes I know my opinion can be tough. It can be, you know, it can make some people mad. It can be offensive to some and stuff. But I mean, all it's all good, okay? I mean, all well. A lot of the people I talk about, including Beyonce, I really actually like. <laughs> so, you know, I know it doesn't seem like it sometimes, but I do. So I, you know, I. but uh, sometimes I may not always have great things to say about your face. But uh, listen, it doesn't mean that I don't admire uh, people. Of, it's, it's always hard to live your life publicly. It's hard to be, you know, criticized sometimes by bloggers like me or things like that. But, you know, um, I appreciate all of y'all for listening like, like you do every week, for um, listening to the show and listening to my opinions and valuing my opinions and valuing my thought. I appreciate it so much. uh. So I just wanted to say that and uh, you know, uh please if you've missed any shows, this is a great time to catch up because i 'cause I'm gonna be gone for a minute unless something big be- comes up that I need to talk about and I might do a short show or something like that. But other than that, you know, this gives y'all time to catch up and get some things. I just I just need one of those breaks to clear my mind. I had a lot going on, and I feel like this is a good time to clear my mind, but you guys, I hope you enjoy the archive shows. I hope you enjoy this show, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Remember you can hit me up if you talk to me on the Carolina Chatwood Facebook page. A lot of people leave messages on there they dm me and stuff on there if you have something you want to say for the show or just say hi or something like that. like talk about something I talked to you about on the show please feel free to go over to the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. You can talk about it under one of the articles or you can D M me and hit me up with your opinion and stuff like that. Also you can hit me up on C Chatwood show Carlotta seventy two. Also you can hit me up on um, um uh my Instagram at Carly's underscore galaxy. And you can D M me there too if you have anything to say about the show. Now, okay, I probably might not be posting as much, but guess what? You guys can um you guys can still write me and say what you need to say or whatever. I will see it. I will check my social media from time to time, okay? So, you guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Have uh I hope you guys enjoy the archive shows while I'm off. Maybe even go far back in the archives and, and listen to some of the old shows, okay? I'm out. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye.